everyone, and welcome back to another Fireside Chat. I am one of your all-time hosts, Alex O'Neill, joining with me, joining with me, in me, alongside me, as always, my partner in podcast, Brian Albertson Jackson. Uh, are we that intimate? I, yeah. <laughs> I guess now we are. I hate to bring it to you on a podcast live for the first time, <laughs> but we've hit that level. Uh, also, one of my very best friends joining us today, very special boy and abject of my heart, Mr. Barrett Courtney. What's up, Phantom Thieves? Y'all ready for some pancakes? Uh, gosh, I hope so. Pancakes, the the plot point that to crumble all other plot points. Uh, <laughs> Barrett, welcome. Thank I don't you. know. I think in a way for like what since we started doing fireside chats, I think you're like the first official guest. We we did the the Kingdom Hearts one. Mm. Um, but that was a little different. Yeah, uh, well, well, thank you for having me. I, I really enjoy uh, your fireside chats and uh, going down deep rabbit holes of whatever topics you guys want to talk about. It's been fun to to catch up on them. I forget what was the. I think it was, one of them was the uh, like predictions for for next gen. That was a really fun one. Mm-hmm. I, I like listened to you two boys. Nailed them. Crushed them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing unpredictable. Totally, totally predicted everything correctly for the year twenty twenty. God, man. I want to go back to December of 2019 just so I can be like, no, listen, the whole world's going to shut down. You guys won't even see this shit coming. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to talk about a global pandemic. We are here to talk about Persona 5 Royal. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited. This is going to be... I if, if you were to take Alex O'Neill aside and put him with one of two people and want that conversation to go on forever, possibly, about literally anything... These are the two people, so I'm very excited. Uh, and uh, for folks listening, we we are going to be spoiling the game, but I, I did front load some some non spoiler conversations. Um, in case anybody is still somewhat on the fence, I thought of some questions that might be valuable for people out there, hmm. and and I think uh, it's it's important to to have at least a section of that for that because Barrett, you were kind of fresh to Persona Five the first time around. Yes, yes, I was, uh, and I. Th- I think your perspective is really valuable uh, for someone who who might be considering playing it that has never played it. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, it's very it's very yeah, interesting and, this group because it's like the person played three and four and five, and then I, ca- and then, I came in at three. Nabushin came in at four, and Bear is now coming mm-hmm. at five. So the holy we, we the, the holy the, trilogy, <laughs> Trinity. Yeah, the, the holy Trinity right here. Trinity. There we go. Um, That's the word. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Trinity. Remember the jump kick in the first Matrix movie? That's how you always remember Trinity. Mm, I haven't watched Matrix in a very very long time. It's worth a it's worth a rewatch. It's very good. Um, uh, if you, if you don't know, uh, Fireside Chats is a podcast available to you. This one's going to be on YouTube, which I'm pretty excited about. Ooh. But it's on Irrational Passions Presents, which is its own audio feed from irrationalpassions.com. It has a bunch of fun stuff on it. Sometimes review discussions where we sit down and talk about a game and talk through what we would score it and whatnot, as opposed to writing a review about it. Uh, sometimes reads of articles, uh, the the written posts on our website, you can just hear in audio form. Um, and sometimes it's Nabish and I talking about random stuff. Uh, and usually the stuff that we care the most about or want to spoil one-on-one or, in this case, with a very good friend. So, uh, if you don't know, Barrett, you're from Kind of Funny. Everybody knows that what that is. Eh, some people we'll, know that. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover it at the end. Yeah. Uh, let's get... I've, like, literally been... I'm shaking right now because I've been dying to have this conversation for two months almost. Yeah, I know. Um, 
I, I finished this game on March 23rd, 2020. I appreciate you, uh, both of you, waiting for me to mm-hmm. actually get through this even and actually do this thing. Because, like, you know. I couldn't do it any yeah, other way. I don't know. I, you, I know. Yeah, I, I figured you guys would, like, jump the gun for this. Cause like, we, we were texting uh, a lot. To I, be I, fair, we right? were texting a lot, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it was one of those things where... I t- <laughs> I was like I was a little crazy for of a little bit, but I was you know I just didn't talk to any. That's how I deal with my stress is I just don't talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I was uh, I would text uh, Alex updates and uh, just like where I was at, and uh, I-, I feel like that built him a little a little bit just a little bit throughout mm-hmm. the throughout you both the weeks, did, which I I really yeah. appreciate. And it, it, my playthrough uh. took about a month. Um, yeah, I beat it in like thirty days, but in a hundred and. 20 hours maybe 130 hours that yeah. sounds right that sounds exactly uh, yeah, yeah and uh yeah i could not binge through it uh as quickly as alex uh did but i wanted to so bad and uh, not a bad thing <laughs> like, <laughs> literally i like i how i played this game was unquestionably unhealthy <laughs> I, I think it's like a good conversation to even say like it's, it's weird that feeling with that game because like it was a it was a game that i, I didn't want to stop playing but like at the same time, I really wanted to get through it. And I guess it's because, like, I knew so much about, like, just the general, like, the, mo- the moment the moments. I know the moment the moments that were going to happen. I guess I really wanted to get to, like, the newer stuff. So, like, I'm like, yeah. I'm not really like, come on, but I'm like, come on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love this stuff, but, like, I want to see the new stuff as well. So, like, I was anxious. I really wanted to get through it. Um, that's why I, I said, like, I'm 100 hours in. Like, why is this game not over yet? <laughs> it's like, yeah. And th- that's funny because, like, I felt that the entire time, too. Like, I was trying my best to to rush through the new stuff, swearing every other second, getting through Akumra's uh, boss fight, um, and <clears throat> swearing that I might not even be able to get past Akumra's boss fight <clears throat> and may not even be able to see the, the new content. But then when I got to the the day where like the, the new semester starts, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think I'm ready. I like <laughs> I rushed through this and like I was I was impatient. Like of course loving like any excuse to go back into the the base story that we played from uh, the base game but i was like man i really want to see how the uh, how where it goes but i think something that royal does so well is that they they build things up to when where you get to the major new stuff you're like oh i don't I don't think I can emotionally handle this. <laughs> and it's funny. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, I don't know if I was prepared ever. <laughs> yeah, and, it, it, and it's one of those things, like, I had so many theories, and I'd, I would text a couple of them to Alex, and he'd be like, man, I just want you to get to the new stuff. And I'm like, same, <laughs> I want to get there too. Um, I, I dialed it back because Nabashun got, got second round version of that to me, so I just didn't say anything to Nabashun. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to ruin anything by accident because I said one thing a little too early for Barrett and I felt super shitty about it. And I don't even mm-hmm. remember, like, by the time I got there, I didn't even remember what yeah. you said. So it, it wasn't, <laughs> but it wasn't like, too bad. I was like, I'm just going to say nothing. <laughs> uh, and it but, wasn't, I had so much to say, but I, I just chose to say nothing. <laughs> But yeah, it, it, it's interesting of <clears throat> how Royal kind of played with me personally of wanting to to get to the new story stuff and see like what had changed uh, story wise, mm-hmm. and then realizing even without knowing what was about to happen, just realizing like, oh, are are we about to get into some some real shit? Some real talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I mean, I don't want to talk too much about the 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 new stuff because yeah. we'll we'll have a section for it but I, I will say just talking about the experience of playing the game this was like so different for me and and it was so different than the original game 
And I, I, that's a big part of like, I'm excited to have this conversation because like, I was not on the uh, Persona 5 level uh, when I played it originally, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like you both were. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, Nabishin, you it was your pseudo favorite game kind of back mm-hmm. and forth. Barrett, I think it's your favorite game. Yep. Um, and now Persona 5 Royal is my favorite game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it, we it got is, him on board. <laughs> and it, it's, it's one of those things of like, I went into it with, I think, the right expectation of like, I th- hoping that this is going to be better than Golden is is wrong. I just I gotta just put that aside. This is going to be different, and and hopefully I will enjoy it more. Um, and and it's not just like the quality of life and and like the the RPG stuff, like the actual mechanical stuff that I've I've always really appreciated in Persona, and it just gave you more of it. Um, it is it is like filling things that I thought were missing before, or I didn't realize were missing before. Um, that mean a lot to me in stories. Uh, and, and moreover, like when I was playing it, I decidedly was like, I'm not going to rush through this. I have it so early and there, there was a little fear, uh, of like, you know, I'm not going to be able to, the embargo was on the 17th of March and I, I knew I wasn't going to finish it before then people did, which is incredible. I, I can't imagine if, you know, I got it a week before you did bear it. And, yeah. I got and, it like four like, days before embargo and it's just like, uh, okay. Like we were joking of like. <laughs> Dude, we're not even going to get to like the second palace by the time embargo yeah. lists, and like, and that that was kind of the the thing I felt bad about because like my I tweeted out when embargo went up, I was like, hey, these are early impressions. I'm about twenty twenty hours in, and like I I don't think it's a lot. Like I, it's a fun excuse to go back into the world of Persona Five, but I'm just not really feeling the not just story stuff because I I had the I feel like the right expectations of what the new story stuff was going to be and where it was going going to be. But like mechanic stuff, it was interesting where I, I wasn't feeling it a lot. And then I, I think that was a combination of there's slow buildup to all of the kind of holes that they fill and feeling the improvements. Um, like I, I feel like you, you really get into the um, kind of the, the quick motions of leveling up social stats uh battle mechanics and all that like somewhere in the middle of the second palace a little after um and so yeah i I felt bad that like i was like man i don't know how i feel about it uh at embargo because then it was like i think two days later and i was on the third palace i was like oh no this is great and it was one of those helpful things actually talking to you alex while i was playing because you reminded me about a lot uh i have not touched persona 5 since uh i played it my first time back in 2017 mm-hmm. so there are like little things that they improved on that i didn't even remember of like baton pass was blocked behind um uh confidant, confidant rankings upgrades yeah. and i totally forgot about that and then the realization of like oh because they're available from the get-go when someone joins your party that's way more useful like i can't even imagine going back to the base game uh after that and uh just like the little things here and there you really start to feel um and i i don't i I don't uh discredit them for making it feel a little even though like things here and there in the beginning are changed um i I appreciate they they kept it like that in retrospect um just because to introduce uh new fans uh, who might be jumping in for Royal and stuff like that. So, yeah. There's it's- a lot of respect to the original Persona 5 story, which I was not necessarily expecting, uh, but w- appreciated. Um, but, yeah, I, I think taking my time through it, 
it was really one of those things where I did not want it to end. And when I got to the new stuff, when when we when you're right up on December twenty fourth, um, which is as close to the spoilers as I'm going to get, I promise right now. Um, and and you're about to kind of get into a lot of what's changed from the original game. I was so anxious because I I really worked super hard to know nothing about where this was going, going into this game, which was true of the original game. Mm. And I appreciate in the original game, once the December arc starts, Morgana's like, listen, motherfucker, you got to hang out with your buds because I don't know. I don't know when you're going to get the chance after this one. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, cool. Thanks, dude. There's no, there's no equivalent of that because they, they already give you that. So Mm -hmm. I going into January and then, and then whatever happens, I did not know I, I didn't know if it was just going to be a directed thing where like, like you, you, there's no like hangout time because like I started thinking about it and I'm like, well, what's, how am I going to do memento shit? Like how, yeah. like there, there's a lot of questions that I did not have answers, nor could I fathom the answers for, um, that, that just gave me this really serious anxiety and fear. And then this like crippling fear <laughs> going through the whole last bit of like, I'm not going to be able to see everything that I, want to see and to be fair i saw almost everything that i wanted to see i i I had i had two points of social links that i didn't do in one playthrough which is almost astounding they made it easier in this game but like it was uh shinya's last um uh social point and i never saw in my first playthrough i did not see futaba's third persona uh, which I was super bummed about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, for me, a lot of going back and doing that second playthrough was to like just experience that without that anxiety of, of kind of like knowing what I'm getting myself into for that last bit, and and also like just this level of foreshadowing and and re-noticing how things were rewritten and 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 this this kind of thread that they they tie throughout the game that that just when going through it back to back, I, I really appreciated. Um, and there was just like a ton of stuff that I never saw, like the whole billiards technical upgrade. Like I yep. didn't get any of that on my first playthrough whatsoever. I don't know if you ended up seeing that. Not I, I got it. Um, <laughs> that's That's good. And, and like uh, getting everyone to highest baton pass ranking, uh-huh. reading all the books I wanted to do just for my own. There's no trophy tied to it this time. Um, you know, doing a lot of those in-game achievements I ended up doing, fighting the secret bosses. The new secret boss in this fucking sucks. <laughs> also, it's super hard, and I could not beat her. Um, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. The, so the, I, I have a few questions that, that are going to kind of hopefully lead into some conversations. Um, so the first two in the non-spoiler zone, without spoilers, if you can, uh, I would say if you can't, we'll come back to it later. Uh, what was the thing that surprised you playing Persona Five Royal um, the most? Like, like a non-spoiler thing that when you were just going through it, you're like, "I really didn't expect this, and I really like it." Uh, I'm looking for probably something on the subtler side, maybe not like a big story point. Mm. Does anything stick out? I think like the for me the big, huge, sweeping quality of life, like how committed they were to to improving the quality of life and to be fair like going from persona 4 to golden like there is almost equal amount of that but like it had been a long time and that was such a different they were filling such a different gap um but like the fact that all loading screens are almost eliminated like everything moves faster you can run while you're in all like in tokyo as opposed to like you couldn't sprint before 
the Tom Pass being available for the unit, like the new activities, the speed reading book, the the like being able to clean LeBlanc and up your relationship with Sojuro and your kindness at the same time, like being able to do everything that you would want to do at night pretty much any time. And even when you can't, you can always improve your stats and you're always kind of gaining and gaining and gaining. Yeah, the stuff that I, I would say like the, the happiest surprise definitely was the stuff in LeBlanc. And like the the thing I was most surprised about was like how early on in the game I think I reached like max stats, uh, social stats for uh, Joker, which oh. helped. So, which again is kind of like this domino effect, right? Where because they give you um, just this simple addition of doing stuff at night at LeBlanc, whether it's cleaning or studying or uh, I think thinking on the toilet. I never tried that. Um, and th- there are some other things as well, like that helps so much with the the little stuff that can get high high ranking for social sets pretty quickly, and then in turn that helps you with a lot of confidant rankings. Um, because there were a lot of um confidants when I got to where it's like, oh, I have like I was already at enough uh um smarts for uh, uh makoto when i wanted to hang out with makoto mm-hmm. uh charm and um intelligence for uh akechi and stuff like that like there it, it was nice to feel that and not feel the anxiety of like wanting to hang out with someone being like ah well you don't have like uh guts you don't have enough guts yet um like i ran into that only like once or twice uh and that's just because like i was trying to focus on like other things it's a whole balancing act right um and so i was really surprised of like how easy or not easy but like how more straightforward it was to uh rank those things uh with the social stuff but then also just like uh level ranking your team and stuff i got my entire uh party at max uh max level which I don't think I got even close to in the base game um me too yeah and that that was something like really cool Especially with like, sorry, go ahead. No, you finish what you were saying first. Like with uh, with Ryuji's kind of uh, thing, where you like if you run into enemies and like Mm. um, you can auto defeat them and stuff. Like there was, I think the entire last two dungeon, uh, the yeah, the last two dungeons. So that's like the stuff in December and the 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 stuff uh, post December. Like almost all enemies were like blue or green and that was something like i just never experienced (laughs) um like i ran through the december dungeon like in an uh, like in an hour maybe um and And it's long yeah that's a long one it's a long it's the longest dungeon for sure yeah and like i remember playing it originally and that took me like a couple that took me at least two sittings to get through because it's a it's long it's tough um but like being able to be super maxed out uh, was really fun, but still made for uh, really tough fights, right? It, it doesn't, uh, the tough moments are still tough. Um, most of the time, totally fair and completely interesting and engaging. There's only one uh, moment that seems to be kind of isolated incidents. Cause like Alex, I know you didn't run into like the Akumara thing. Uh, as as hard yeah. as I did, you're not alone in that. I'm it not alone. Like yeah, because I've seen <clears throat> a bunch of people complain about it as well uh, over the interwebs. So I, I think there's just there's something specifically in that uh, that I, I don't think they explain well. I can't really like capture what it is yet. Um, I think I think like a, a really helping 
factor in that fight is if you've taken the time to upgrade the strength persona and if you can summon stronger personas yet. Yeah. Um, Because I I feel like that made a big difference for you right after that. And also, I had already done the legwork for that, and Mm -hmm. I remember having a couple, like, above my level personas in that fight that really helped. And then also, I I think the other little thing was just, like, technicals. Like, I hadn't, like, I understood technicals and how important they were, whereas, like, in the base game, they didn't explain technicals super well. Um, But they, like, really hone in on it in, uh, in Royal, which is awesome. And I hadn't really, like, mastered, like, technicals and, like, the idea and, like, how to kind of keep the chain going. And I just don't think I had, like, the best uh, team build. Um, so I had to do a lot of experimenting, rotating people out and stuff. And, then, like, after, I think, like, two hour-long sessions, I was finally able to beat them. But uh, besides that, like, uh, the thing that really um, that really surprised me was just, like, how how more fluid this game felt um because like if you had asked me three years ago playing the base game of like oh do you think there could have been any improvements to persona 5 Royal or persona 5 i would have been like nah man it's it's already great but like i i don't see how you can improve uh such fantastic gameplay and in royal they they figured it out granted this is my first uh persona re-release right uh-huh. but um yeah i was i was really blown away by that yeah what about you, Nuption? Um, mine is something like super simplistic, but like um, I don't know, like it really just like gelled with me a lot. It was just um having the autoplay for um the dialogue, um just having to hit auto and just like having the speech just like go on by itself without me having to press a button. Every Wasn't time. that there from before? I don't think so. It's definitely in golden, so I I, I don't know if you could uh, turn it on and off in scene uh, before, but yeah, I, I've always had autoplay on. I embrace the autoplay life please. yeah I, I would go back and forth it was really helpful someone did mention because i streamed it a couple of times and someone mentions like oh it's that's such a good addition i was like i felt like that was in the original but i guess i'm misremembering it but it was so nice like i typically will not do autoplay but it was nice if like if i knew we were about to do a long scene and like i had some laundry to fold and stuff i could just hit autoplay and kind of like do yeah, do chores around the house uh-huh. and just kind of vibe with the scene whatever is going on it was really cool yeah but it was like, yeah. like for me, like um, like I don't know, like I just like was addicted to pressing the button in the, in the older version or whatever, and then I didn't know really didn't notice the um, autoplay as far as dialogue, but like um, it just it, it flowed a lot better for me, and like um, uh, it made me like pay attention to what they were saying, and just like it was, it was just like for some for some reason, like I just felt like uh, that was like the addition that like um, jumped with me the most. One thing I'll say to what I was going to say earlier, Barrett, was I it's a I think it's apt to describe Persona, and I think it's cool to describe it in this way. If you're trying to get an idea of how long it is, it is an RPG where you play from level one to level ninety. Like it is, you get the full spectrum, yeah. right? You're on, you're on, you ta- are taking this character from like pleb to godhood, basically. And <laughs> and th- there are a few like actual RPGs that let you hit kind of max levels n- more naturally through the progression of the game. Uh, and yeah, like this one just. It has the content to fill that out. Like I hit level ninety nine very naturally, mm-hmm. um, just just by playing, and I, I think that's so cool. That that's just like a rare treat. But it also does tell you, like, oh yeah, this is a long fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> like this is a real long game, and it's, uh, like, it's one up, of those you things. Up quickly, but it's uh, it's inter- interesting. Of like, we kind of naturally did it, but I feel like the game is kind of making you do it as well, especially for like that final final encounter. Um, yeah, I could not imagine not doing that around. boss 
at any lower level. Oh, one hundred percent, dude. Like that. That was so tough. Like you, you, you literally felt like a god at that point. As far as like before going to that dungeon and fighting that boss, it's just like you know you take out anything. Nothing was like a real yep. issue whatsoever. Then like that boss fight was just insane. Like I beat it in one <laughs> grow, so good, but though. like there was a struggle for real. Like you sweating, yeah. sweaty palms, monster getty, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was awesome to like have that mm-hmm. like i i for me and I, I don't know how it is for you guys like it would just like it, loving the mechanics of persona 5 like and, and like traits and all the stuff that they add like that fight is like the full like we're gonna give you the whole experience yeah and you have uh, to you have to bring in everything you've learned throughout the entire game mm-hmm. which yeah. which like i i felt a little bit of in the base game um but i i, I think there's something to be said and we can i can kind of hold a majority of this stuff for when we get into spoiler stuff, but I think there's something to be said of like the kind of grand uh kind of battle that you have in in December um kind of feels not out of place, but it, it feels distant to what the rest of the game does story and mechanically. Um and so I, I think there's something to be said of like the new edition of the final encounter where it truly brings back everything that you've learned throughout the game. It truly brings back like kind of themes that were played through throughout the the game as well rather than i i feel like the the original last encounter felt like a little too distant um so i i thought that was really cool that they were able to to absolutely nail um especially like what the uh last encounter was mechanically and uh story-wise yeah um since i were i think we're dying here to get to spoilers the, oh, the yeah. only other uh question non-spoilery i had uh do you think royal makes persona 5 a more approachable and more worth playing jrpg style both of you it's it's yes yes but like it's still it's still a a lot to ask for um and and i say it's a lot to ask for because like it's one of those like like my my usual um, gripe with JRPGs is like it's the JRPG hump. It's like um you have to wait like almost literally twenty hours before the game actually gets started in a, in a real way, um and like that's kind of a lot to ask for a lot of people. Um, uh, it's one of those things where like um when when a video game just like ask you ask you or something and like um you know it's, it's up to you as a player to like either accept it like blindly or just like you know complain all the way gripingly to through it or just drop it. Um, you know, like that's like Last Guardian or or Red Dead Redemption or something like that. And it's just like something that's just like, you know, like they're they're asking a lot from the player. And like if you get through it, you can have this amazing experience, something that's almost life changing for you. But like it's a matter of you kind of putting up with the quote unquote bullshit that they um, put in front of you. Yeah, for for me, just comparing it to the original game, like yes, I think Royal totally makes it. Uh... more approachable just with like the quality of life stuff and uh, for me like i'm not a jrpg head i'm not like the like alex knows this like the games that i grew up on like i I grew up with chrono trigger and uh final fantasy 10 and 7 and stuff but uh, since then i had not besides pokemon i had not gotten into a major jrpg like this until persona 5 um and so i i think persona 5 already was very approachable just because mm. of it, the quote-unquote bullshit right like which i totally agree with you of like you, that you have to kind of like run through the trenches uh through the trenches for um i think is there but the way that game opens especially in its first 10 hours where 
you know, like when the when the game originally came out three years ago, I was like, man, I, I remember texting Alex. I was like, man, uh, I was working at IGN at the time, and I got assigned to uh, do capture for Persona Five. I was like, man, I gotta play dumb anime bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like ten hour, like ten hours into the game, I beat the first palace, and I texted him. I was like. I think oh, I'm fuck. falling in love. <laughs> I, think I, I, think I remember I love getting this that game. text and just being like, "I knew it, you fuck! I got you, you son of a bitch!" <laughs> and since then, like, ah oh, man, like it's just, um, I, I think the, I think Persona Five was already very impressive of how it opens up story and gameplay wise, um, and already was very, I think, open for new people. And I, I think Royal just improves on that. Like, yes, the. Opening hours are pretty much the same, but I I think that's because they didn't want to toy too much with what I think they thought they already nailed. And I, I if they think that, like, I agree with them, I, I think they nailed what the opening hours were to get new people into it. Uh-huh. Um, and it's really the um, quality of life things that you really feel once you get into more of the kind of the, the grind, right? And... and hour 30 hour hour 40 where you're getting into those like kind of middle dungeons and you're like all right where is this going i think they keep it at a really good pace with the the quality of life stuff that uh that makes it way more um i think bearable for people who might be on the fence might be questioning uh maybe aren't into jrpgs but have seen persona 5 and thought it's cool um i i, I think royal is it's the definitive way to to play Persona Five. Like again, like I said earlier, like there's some things that like I couldn't even imagine going back to uh, from the yeah. base game, and uh, and that's just the mechanics. The story, I like. I, I've said this before on podcasts. Like the thing I was most worried about for Royal was the story, and because I I had loved how the original game ended. Uh, it was very beautiful. I cried. And it was the it was in those last twenty hours where I was realizing like oh man this is my favorite game of all time uh, which I had never had would have imagined me saying um, and it was just um, I I don't know how Royal did it but it did and yeah that's it, that's a that's a big feeling I have too like yeah. I don't know how this game pulled it off um, um, yeah somehow so if, if you're questioning it if you're if you're still on, uh, if you're still on the fence, uh, I, I I say give it. I think you owe it to yourself to at least give it a shot. It it's so much, dude. Like, like I, I it is. Granted, it is. <laughs> but my my counter argument to it is is like, what else are y'all doing right now? Like, we got a lot of free time, and, and, and it this is, is so like, much. <laughs> but, like, keep in mind, you don't have to play it like we do. Like, I, I genuinely right. think Persona is the kind of game that you play over the course of, like, three months. I and mean, then by we're... by the end of it, feels like it's been months that you've, like, lived in this world and you've been on this journey daily. Like, you know. The original I, like, playthrough, I, I had I played it over the course of seven months. Right. Like, yeah, I took, yeah, I took breaks. Like, I didn't beat the original game until, like, I started it in, uh, I want to say March. Um, and then... I didn't beat it until December. <laughs> like it yeah. took me a long time. So yeah. Um, like, I, yeah, it's, I, it's I, a lot, but you can pace it like, take your time as the game yeah. says. Like, uh, when I, I said, when I, when I said that I was going to something else, but like, I just wanted to let you guys talk for a minute. Um, <laughs> but like, it's so much as far as like how much it is to me. Like I, it's, it's like, um, 
I, I think I heard um, Tengeti say this like uh, recently. It's like um, like when someone talks about like one of one of the games that yeah, he likes or something like that, and someone's critical about it. It's one of those things where he's like uh, he he says something to the lines of like um, yeah, like, it, it still gets to him. But like when it's like something that's really really special, and like someone has criticism about it, and then he's just like okay, and just like moves on. Like yeah. it, it's one of those things where it's like sure. Like, 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 I, like, for me, like, honestly, like, Persona Five was a perfect game. Like, for me, this, like, flat out, this, like, it was a perfect game. And like, are there changes I would like to see? Absolutely. Is there, is there some fucked up shit in there? Absolutely. And like, uh, Royal doesn't really improve on that stuff. Um, like, they try to, but they didn't do it as good as you would want it to be. But like, um, I feel so much better about that game, even more. It's like. It's one of those things where it's like not not like shut up your opinion doesn't matter. It's just like I, I can't even listen to you. Like we can't we're not even on the same wavelength as far as like <laughs> we're not we're not as far as like even having a conversation about it. And it's like like I could talk to you about this stuff. Like if you want to have a conversation about it, but like if like if you just want to like dogpile on it, it's like okay, like I'm, we're done talking. To I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I think there's like a defensiveness to it because it is something so close to the heart, right? Like I remember you you talked about. It feeling like reviewers would have an axe to grind with this game because of you know be it being what it is uh and and it's cool to see a lot of people really into it dude yeah. never um, in my wildest dreams i would think it's the best rated game of the fucking year are you kidding me <laughs> are you kidding yeah. me like i would i would feel like someone would be like a contrarian a contrarian just to be a contrarian <laughs> about it like no way i'm gonna give this like a 10 but like no this it got tens like, got so I many haven't times. felt this good since like Bayonetta 2. I was like, oh, you understand now. You understand <laughs> yeah. how good this thing is. You Y'all get, get it. me. Oh, yeah, like it, it, it's it's awesome to see a game, like a remaster uh, kind of definitive edition of a three-year-old game <laughs> is better than all of the other games that have come out this Probably year. better than any next-gen launch title that's going to get reviewed yeah. or anything. Yeah, and, and definitely better than Final Fantasy VII Remake, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. That is a conversation for another day. Nabashan hasn't played that one yet, so mm, we'll yeah, I've been so, playing yeah. it day by day. I like okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's one of those things like it is troubling to play Final Fantasy Seven remake after this because and, and and we're not it's not gonna be about this, but it's just like for me, Persona Five Royal is perfect, right? Like I, I've I've said for a long time that Persona Four Golden is a perfect game for Alex O'Neill. If you were to make a game from the ground up that is perfect for me. That's it, and then they made another one, I guess, <laughs> um, which is great. I'm like, great, sweet. Uh, um, but like, Final Fantasy VII is like, it has like little things wrong with it, you know, like normal video game things wrong with it. Like, but it's just that it is not perfect. That it like playing these games back to back is like, it's unfair. <laughs> it's unfair. It's like going for, from the shallow un- end to the deep end, and you're yeah. like, oh, oh. like yeah. you know, I. I don't know what's happening. It's it is unfair, and it, it's just like it speaks to how special this game is. Mm. Yep. Uh, everyone listening, if you uh, if you're just joining because you wanted to hear Barrett talk about Persona, uh, or, or check out what me and Abishin thought about Persona, you not played it, you're thinking about it, you're on the fence. It's time to leave. It's time for the true believers to to turn your headphones up. Uh, and stick come, around. Come with us. <laughs> stick around and listen for a while because we don't listen. We got. A couple hours left before I have to do another thing, so just buckle up. <laughs> um, it's time for the spoiler zone. So spoilers are on. If uh, if you're worried, check the timestamps. Uh, maybe there will be an outro that I'll put a timestamp next to. 
Um, so I, I want to start, I have, I have things to talk about a okay. lot of things, okay. plenty of things. And, and uh, like, uh, Akechi, uh, Sumire and Maruki, like we're going to, we're going to deal with all of that. They're going to get their own conversations. So let's, I would say, let's try not to focus too much on those things. If they come up. Sure. That's sure. fine. I want to, I want to like, is there anything? Cause I got a few things that it's just like the three of us, we've played it. We love it. Spoilers are on. Anything that you just want to to bounce off of each other, real quick, that you've just been dying to talk to somebody about. The intro and the ending music aren't isn't as good. That's like my literally my only complaint. Really, <laughs> I don't, I don't so, like. I don't, yeah. they're not as good. They're not as catchy. The I wake can't... up, get up, and out there is man, and like the the original credits it's... is so good too. I I came around to, to both, man. Okay. I I ended up liking them more. I I don't know what it is because I was with you. I don't know if you were on the podcast where I was like the intro's not as good. Uh, like. There was something about after finishing it and like seeing it and just feeling it. Same with um, I will I will probably be the only person in the world that feels this way. But I ended up liking the new battle music, the surprise battle music. Oh yeah, battle surprise. music definitely grew on me uh, for sure. I that... love both. They're yeah. both tens to be clear. But and I was I, like I, I did I not really... like it at first and liked it by the end. And it, I, I think it's um, it's it makes the original one more special because it still comes in. One. It only mm. comes in for the big, it comes in for like kind of big like fights and moments. And yeah. so it makes it like you getting another kind of base fight music, I think uh, made the original even better, if that makes sense, but not to totally. like crap on the, the new one. I, cause the new one I definitely grew on. I am still of the mind that I, I, I don't like the, not that I don't like it. I just it's not on the level of wake up, get up, get out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the new intro. I, I it, it's good for what it is, but it's like it's one of those things of like because you know there's a different intro. <laughs> it's just like one of those things. Where like I'd rather watch that different intro. The, it's this... interesting of the outro music. I I really really dug the um the outro music this time around. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't really. It didn't stand out to me um, when I, because I don't even like remember what it was in the the base game. But like, I think kind of the mood I was in uh, while finishing it, right? I I was like deep sobbing for like the last <laughs> entire hour of the game. Like the first time I played through, like there there are little moments right where we thought like uh, Ryuji died and like uh, Morgana's dead. Like even even though I knew Morgana was going to come back, like Morgana, Morgana like fake out call Morgana out fake out still gets me. So but <laughs> You're just like Ryuji. But the, the them calling it out the second time, like the callback jokes are terrible. It's so fucking funny. It's so good. It's so good. Um and then like I, I, there there's something about like the right when the final uh boss like ends, like that whole cutscene that plays out, like from there, literally until credits rolled, I was crying. And like the the there's something about the music this time around that I, I think was really nice and I felt like captured the mood or was at least trying to capture the mood that a lot of people uh, were feeling in that last uh, that last hour or so. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah I, I really, really enjoyed the outro music. Yeah. I... Nabishin, we're going to talk about White Day, dude. We got to talk <laughs> about it because... <laughs> I I want Which, you like, to know it, it, I, I, it's just like out of context. You can't just say yeah, that. Like, I know we gotta talk about White Day. Like, no, I've grown. It's a, I've grown it's as a, a Japanese culture now. thing. <laughs> Everyone listening to this knows only the true believers are here. Um, that literally the last new thing that you see in the game, pretty much, mm-hmm. um, save for the end name. And I, it was like 
as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, God, I have to wait weeks to talk to Nabashin about that. Oh, God. Like, I was freaking out. And, like, the, I wrote, like, four text messages to you. I'll be like, I'll send these later. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted them because I forgot about them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just, I just, how would you feel about it, man? I just want to know. Just Dude, tell me. like. <laughs> it's incredible. It's, it's... It's me. It was almost <laughs> too much, and like, cause like, it's like, ah, like, it, like I was like, this is so fucking romantic, and I'm just, I'm just eating this shit up like every second, and just like, <laughs> just like, uh like presenting you with like the flowers with the, like the beautiful scenery, and just like the, I love you. This is like, ah, like you talk about yeah. like, you're you're looking up my life, and then like. All the things that get me off, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic, beautiful, sweet date. Mm, yeah, I know. It's, it's so it just like the setup of like Sojuro's like you got a fucking plan, right? Like, all right, I got you. It was, Dude. it was it was the Sojuro like having your back. I love our anime dad. He is that <laughs> Sojuro. So good. he's got our he's he's the boy. He is the god. And it's it, it's fa- fascinating. I know we're in the true believer zone, but I just want to shout out uh um Andrew who's playing through it the, for the first time. And like one of his first tweets was like, uh, "Why Sochiro is such a dick?" And I was like, "Don't be mean to my anime dad." He's like, "You cool with all this abuse?" And I was like, "No, you gotta, uh, you gotta just you get just through gotta it. keep going, man. Gotta... He just doesn't know you yet, man. You just gotta get to know him. Oh, God, You're gonna I save his him. daughter, man. You just gotta know. Yeah, it's again. That's like when we're on the other side of the veil now." We're saying we we all get it here. We're yeah. all we're all friends uh-huh. here. Yeah, it just the white day thing was great. Them adding like the the extra scene on the fifteenth of February was cute as well, where you get the gyro chacos, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff. I just like that was a thing because once once the the time starts skipping, I was like, okay, we're back we're back to the end. You know, I'm, I'm preparing myself to get emotional, and it ends on the fourteenth. It's got the the special little day icon. I know, uh, and I was I was like. I was not expecting <laughs> <laughs> like I was just so and I know like that it was one of those cultural things that that like you and I Nabish and I think have an equal like fascination mm-hmm. with I was like oh this is so cool that that we get to just do this uh, and yeah it was it was better than I could have hoped uh, and it was just as like one last surprise to throw on top of everything God, yeah, uh, the, it was, the, the it was view such of the city thing. it was just like jaw dropping and like I'm just glad I, I'm glad I got to share that that moment with my girl Makoto. Mm. Yeah, but I'm glad we got that send off. Like for anybody, like who, like no, no best girl arguments right now, y'all. Like nah. let's just hold hands. This is, on, this like, is whoever a friendly, you want to love, you can love, and like let's just agree that being able to get a send off for whoever you wanted a romance was just absolutely beautiful, mm-hmm. and I, I I loved it. Yeah, it's the the scene with Sumire is very very sweet. Um, and I imagine the scene with Futaba is, is very, very good it as well. Is, it's magical. Um, uh, do, does anyone dress up for it? Do, do any of the, does Makoto or Futaba dress up? No, uh, they were unaware it was even happening compared with the Aquarius yeah. that we went to there. Yeah. 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 So Makoto is just like wearing her like blue, like winter jacket or whatever. Got it. Got it. Um, okay. So I got to Do we want to start with more little things that we want to just kind of bounce off a little bit or or i got a big one that's gonna probably get us into a big conversation here 
What do you let's want to do? Let's continue on this little things. I, I like uh, let's let's build up to the the big moment, to the climax. Um, so so to talk about my feeling, like going into the twenty fourth, right? Um, a lot of it was I wasn't sure because again, I, I I wasn't looking anything up, so I didn't know if I had done everything that I needed to do to get there. But obviously, um, the the kind of the moment where Akechi quote unquote dies or die, dies, <laughs> we'll never <laughs> know now. <laughs> um, is different and and the the glove thing and it's the the night where where you you're like I really want to end things with Akechi like I want to settle things I'm never going to forget him type thing like I was like okay cuz I really thought that was going to be the moment where things started getting wild I was like this is going to make Akechi live like that's going to be the thing and that um, was like I was convinced I was and this was one of the theories that I texted out was I was convinced the final palace was Akechi's palace. Mm. Like I thought, I thought, I thought it was going to be Sumire's. I, mm. I thought it was going to be Kasumi's at the time. So, um, and then and to Nabushin, you you had sniffed it out just because, to be fair, by your log- logic, it makes sense. Uh, and and uh, Kasumi had said Maruki's name in that scene, mm. um, and. And again, I, I was like, so like when October 3rd happens, I was like, I don't give a shit about anything else. Uh, I know what, it, a, what a huge tease when they like when you're like, damn it. I still have like four months before we get back to this. Whatever this scene is, yeah. like we have yeah, exactly. four months. <laughs> like I have so many questions. Um, but yeah, Akechi shows up, rolls in on the 24th. And I'm like, <laughs> like. Who, who invited this guy like where did he go and like it's such a great moment and obviously i took a screenshot of it i, I texted you about this spirit of like the the protagonist thinks to himself it's almost as if this is how things were supposed to happen and i <laughs> i told novice and i was like standing in my room like alone like what is happening <laughs> who are these people like i was freaking out uh, and it was, I was the most excited, but again, just terrified because yep. it's like, okay, now I have to be, anticipate the ending again. I have to not know when that's coming again. Yep. Um, and I didn't know we would kind of get hangout time again. Of course you would. I, I was being stupid. I recognize that now, <laughs> but, but I didn't know if he would get hangout time, if there would be days or calendars or whatever. I was so anxious. I cannot. And then the thing is like. All your your allies are like, okay, we're gonna do our fucking evolutions now, and you gotta come talk to us. Which I I love all of that too. That's another small like thing that I, I really liked. I appreciated that everyone kind of coming and and having their resolution with you was was them apologizing to you because it it really like you're going through this whole game. That stuff happens like, and we'll we'll kind of get more into the specifics of it, but later, but. this kind of like i never felt betrayed because obviously i got it and i think that's the Mm -hmm. point but this feeling that they they care about you so much that even though you know they were just doing what anyone would have done like they Mm -hmm. want to take you aside and say like hey like i I i'm supposed to have your i'm supposed to have your back and i fucked Mm -hmm. up uh it's just it it creates a level of intimacy that i think was not there with each character and it's like them kind of like being at fault to you, like being guilty to you in in a way that you just don't really get to see uh, very often. And and I, I thought it was really, really great. It was yeah. a great way to to set that up and, and have all those characters have those moments. And they're very sweet also. Absolutely. But again, that that's like eight things that you've got to do. 
So that's why I couldn't f- do the last one with Futaba because I was like, I want to do this. I want to try to get this done, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but it, it's cool seeing all their their third evolutions. And it's a thing that they also added in Golden uh, Baron okay. over the original Persona 4, which just had, like, the standard evolutions. In Persona 3, uh, the characters' Personas evolve actually as part of the story. Hmm. Um, so there's no social link aspect tied to it. So, um, But also in Persona 3, you can't, social link any of the female characters without romancing them it's kind of like a mandatory romance thing so you just turns into a harem by the end of it it's very weird Interesting. um really quick uh, this is something we should have shouted out uh before we got into the spoilers dude the show times can we talk about the show times oh my god oh my so god good. the show times because like i can't <laughs> so i can't good. even believe uh like uh, when they're introduced like all right cool let's get some like more hype finishers um little moments like if you're if you're feeling stuck and like cornered in a, in a battle, they come at, like, the perfect moment. Let's go. They're hype. Uh, the one that's uh, totally a reference to um, some weird... JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? No, there's a different one. Fist of the it's North like Star. a video game. Yes, Fist of the Fist, North Star. Fist of the North Star, which yes. I know Max Scoville really loves. So, like, I just knew that because of him. I was like, hell yeah. Um, it's a very good. It's a very good reference to Fist of the North Star also. And then, like, the... The build up to it, right? And like, I forget what was the last one I got before the one. There is the one, which is Joker and a catch. And like, <laughs> I was not. Dude, I was over. So it was like I, I record, like I had, I had to record myself and send it to Alex. He recorded his reaction for the first time and sent it to me, and I was freaking out. <laughs> like I was it so was like because like I knew, I knew. It. Like they put up like, all right, we're doing a showtime. I was like. I, I don't. Oh God, I what? I love their relate, and this is coming from someone like I did not like Akechi in the base game, and like even though he has like a kind of slight redemption moment at the end of his story in the base game, um, this the what they do with Akechi in this game totally had me turned around and totally me like too. for me again like I, I I forget who I told this to. I think it was um, Ian from OK Beast. This is how I convinced him to play the game, where it's like. In the base game, Akechi is just kind of how I felt about um, Kylo Ren being the surface-level Zuko from Avatar. Mm. And then uh, Akechi in this game is just Kylo Ren done right. And that's because they dive deeper into the the choices that he has and he can make and the grudges that he has. And even though these decisions that he is making himself make in the last hours. And he knows what is at the end of the the line for him. He doesn't care because he is, he is stuck with his convictions and you understand why he's sticking to those convictions. Mm-hmm. And it's just so great. And it mirror, it finally, I feel like mirrors the uh, protagonist so well. And for yeah. them to like, for them to like have it shown off in the showtime, right. Uh, it's just, <laughs> It's like bat. It's literally Batman and Joker teaming up, which we have seen before. And they're like some moments hit, some some moments don't. Uh, with those ty- kind of team ups, and like I just can't believe they pulled it off. Or like I am getting hyped over a catchy and um, that like the show times are just so cool. And I just they're so good. Did not expect it to explode into that level of hype. Um, <laughs> that is the the last one. But I I I, I guess I missed one. Which is uh, the one with? There's uh, one that's missable. Is the thing that bumps me out the most, and it's yeah. the best one. I think that's it's it's my yeah. favorite what one. What is it? Which I did not 
I did not get it until the uh, the second playthrough. It was uh, Violet and Joker's uh, showtime. How is it missable? Because I did miss it. I just don't uh, know. How do you get it? So you, you have to, if you have gotten Sumire to level 10 uh-huh. social link, uh, you have to v- just v- assemble the team for a meeting between January 20th and January 31st. Uh, mm. Gotcha. Okay. And and they will sit down and have the idea. Yeah, I was I was so it's close. It's incredible to if her you've out. not seen it. It's yeah. super good, and it makes me want to cry every time I see it. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Let's let's let's. Namshin, what's your favorite Showtime? Actually, before I forget. Uh, yeah, it's definitely like anything. Pretty much anything involved with Makoto. Honestly, <laughs> like, uh, like uh, her- dude, the wrestling one with her and uh, oh, her. Oh, and her is <laughs> yeah, so, so good. good. And there's like different dialogue that plays in them sometimes. I don't yeah. know if you, if you guys watch them multiple times. I would skip them most of the time, but every time I would be like, "Yeah, I'm feeling frisky. Let's watch it." And like you'll hear different things. They'll mm-hmm. say different stuff, and like the different navigators will react to them. That was the best part for me of like uh, Futaba saying, "Did Morgana just confess his feelings to us?" <laughs> it's so funny. Even though I heard it multiple times, I was like, "This is so funny. This is so good." Uh, yeah, they're all great. And I like that almost everyone, except for Akechi and Sumiri, get two of them. So it's it's really really cool. Um, so let's let's uh, let's veer into a big one. Unless a bi- I have a big question, it's a lot a lot of parts to talk about here. Unless you guys have anything else you want to throw out here. No, okay, I'm taking the reins. It's my it's mine now. Um, so for me. And this is a, a lot of me just, I want to say my piece here and then I'll throw it to you guys and, and you can, we'll see what you guys have to say. I, I, the, I think Royal adds a lot of stuff that is missing or I didn't realize was missing for Persona 5. For me, a lot of that is Kasumi Sumire's story and kind of like <clears throat> this, this, this feeling of loss, but also like what she is going through and, and like her perspective uh, like when you finally talk to her about the Phantom Thieves with Akechi before she knows everything, she's like, I feel like society would rely too much on them. Um, I feel like, like, weirdly, like, Nostradamus, like, kind of predictive of, like, where we're at now of, like, dependency on certain people in society, like, uh, really hit home. I, I thought that was a really great perspective, and I really, it, one of the many things that I like about Sumiri. Um, but Maruki, as, like, the final antagonist i think it reiterates what i believe to be the true kind of point and an underlying point of persona Mm -hmm. 5 better than the original ending did because in the original persona 5 you fight uh yaldabaoth god a a version of god an iteration of god which is to be fair how like most persona games end. spoilers barrett for you who have not played them (gasps) <laughs> it, 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 it's usually some anime bullshit and like to be fair like they, I think they Persona goes so far to contextualize it and be like no this is why this is relevant and this is why like I wouldn't necessarily right. consider this bullshit um, but Maruki shifts it into a way more interesting prose because he's trying to do what you're doing man he's a phantom thief re- reforming society yeah. uh, and and obviously there's such an intimate relationship with that character developed throughout the whole game from this place of empathy, right? Like obviously Marky is overly empathetic and I relate to him so much and it made him such a powerful villain. A lot of, I think all three of us are on the same page of like loving Marky. I don't know if, if like he's not my favorite character of the whole game. Um, and I know Barry, that's, that's kind of where you're at with him. 
Um, but I, I really, really like him. Um, but I think the protagonist and or the the Phantom Thieves against Maruki recenters like the the point of the game is that they're not fighting to reform society; they're fighting to give people the chance to choose. Uh, and I, I think that is like it is a way more difficult conversation to have. It is way less black and white mm-hmm. than like this is the god of control that just wants kind of sloth to to reign all. That's bad, right? Maruki's approach is good, and and I think what he wants to do is good, but you, like, heartbreakingly still have to tear him away from this because, you know, like, he is... It, it, you are trying to change somebody's heart for a pain that they're feeling as opposed to, like, a pain that they're causing because he's, you know, ultimately running from from sadness and from the, the reality that he has to live in. Uh, and, and he's taking that choice away from everyone with those actions. I love all of this so much and and i think again like having to fight a person who is of an equal will and equally good is extremely important to making the point of persona 5 like like timeless like way more of a like because you know a lot of this is struggling with social media and and information and the information wars and a lot of this but this is like you know morals against morals. It is heart against heart, and I, I think it is just super powerful, super intimate. I was maybe the first time around, I was less into like we went full Metal Gear Solid Four on it, just because Death Stranding had also just done that, um, and and like that like slow mm-hmm. punching fight at the very very end was a yeah. little much for me. But second time around, I was like all in. So yeah, I was like crying through that as well, and and just like the. The grabbing him at the end and saying like we're gonna face this together, um, I I really love. Um, did you guys have any other takeaways? Did you have the same takeaway? How did you kind of feel about the change in the finale overall, Barry? You you had kind of alluded to what you were saying earlier. I don't know if you had anything to say. Yeah, uh, what I was saying earlier, and I've, I've said it a couple of times before on other shows. Just like the, I completely agree with you. Like the original end of this game, it goes into some anime bullshit uh but again does it in such a way that like even someone like me who is like less into that kind of storytelling like they give it enough kind of uh context to how it's relating to what the fan of these are going through that it's still it's very grand it's very hype and it's the the moment of saving the world kind of thing um and it's great but it now to me pales in comparison to what royal does um like you said, a way better, uh, Alex. But mm. just like I did write it down ahead okay. of time. So yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was I was reading from something I had written, okay. just so you guys know. And, but <laughs> but again, it's like a Persona Five Royal makes it Royal makes the ending personal again. Like we're like the Persona 5's ending is still great, and it, it it is still very personal on the relationship side. But like when it comes to the the themes of the game and like what it's all really about of the Phantom Thieves going through, like. Maruki coming in and trying to do exactly what they do uh, on a grand scale brings the brings the story back in a way that like I didn't think that like could have been improved on and they somehow did uh, and that's why like it it was one of those things I think I figured it out because um, like everything changes after <coughs> New Year's. And, like, everybody wakes up and, like, things are perfect. Morgana's a a, a person. Um, All of this stuff. And I think I'd figured it out 
and I immediately texted Alex. I was like, oh no, please don't tell me this is Maroki. Please don't tell me Maroki is yeah, like doing this. Yeah, he was so this. upset. It was great. I was loving it, dude. Because I, I, cause it was one of those things, like, I, I had known, uh, like, what confidants I needed to uh, get through to unlock the new stuff. Um, and I'm glad that I found that out, because I don't think I would have naturally done everybody um, um, like I should have. But, um, so, I, like, I knew it was going to have to heavily involve these characters. And so I was like, God damn it. The last, the last villain is Maruki, isn't it? And it sucks because they make you understand where he's coming from even before you get to his palace, right? Like, they totally make you understand, like, who he is as a person, the slight hints of what he's dealt with in the past. And then just going through his palace, it was just – and learning what he had to do, like, having it literally shoved in your face and you're watching these scenes – of him going through like his um his partner and like erasing her memories and like uh erasing her pain right and like realizing that he was a part of that pain so she no longer knows him it was just one of those like god that Brutal. that is awful that is awful that he had to go through that and it's but also just... like imagine like sitting there in that room like not knowing what happened like just wishing so hard to help her and then like realizing that you had some part in it, but not really understanding that for months and months and months. Like yeah. the 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 w- until I think he meets Kasu- like Sumire and then helps her become uh, Kasumi. Like yep. I don't necessarily know if he has a full grip on his power, mm-hmm. um, but also it like speaks to this idea that like destiny chose Maruki too. Like to some extent, he was given this power for a reason, just like right. you were, and it makes him just as right as you are in the mm-hmm. end, right? Like. Yeah, we understand his pain. He's got a gift in in a in a rare way, and like, there's a lot of like how Marquis gets his powers and implication of that that I think might be something that they take and, and run with for Persona Six. And I have some theories. Maybe we'll talk about it toward the end here. Um, but like an older character kind of naturally discovering uh, their persona is. I like pretty much unheard of uh since at least persona 3 but that that was like a, a different kind of thing like like the the reason uh that like personas i think choose like these teenagers like the the idea is like they are like the potential in them is yeah. the potential of the wild card right so uh it's it's really really interesting just to see him come into his power alone just naturally um and like that that desire that that you know maybe his desire manifested into his persona and and like those dis- that distorted into what he became you know it's a lot of he's just such a well done character because you really do like you said understand where he's coming from mm-hmm. you know why he made the choices he did yeah yeah it's it's just super uh, interesting because like um like i was telling you this alex like um uh, when like Mark, he was like saying his like beginning stuff about like um the reasons why he's doing this and like um how generally how he wants to change the world in his own way, and it's like everything he, I, I I know he was like trying to do it in the right way, but like everything he was saying to me this this felt so wrong, and like it just like it just it did this it, the second time around it really did yeah, for it me. just felt so wrong like I like and I know like. It was all in good intention, but like it just it just didn't feel right, and like I couldn't put into words how I really wanted to like, like like really think about it. And I wish I wrote it down because like it was Ryuji when I'm when hanging out with Ryuji and like him apologizing for you um, to you because he felt like he betrayed you. He said something in particular that, that like um he put in like in the in the perfect words ex- um exactly how I felt that like like just put it like yeah totally like he's he's completely wrong 
Um, not not in the like he's wrong because of the way he feels, but like wrong as far as like just changing people's ways. And it's like it was something along the lines of like um, and maybe even I even said like they, they all everyone had like pretty much a good like um. There's a lot of good takeaways from the characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's more of like, like I went through hell, and like this hell made me who I am, and so like, I I kind of need that, and I need I needed that, even though like I would never want to go through it again. I wouldn't I wouldn't want anybody to go through this. Period. So like, this is kind of the reason why I need to have this suffering in me to like be a better person, type of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's one of those things, and. So great that they are all able to come to those realizations when you have those conversations with them, and it I think it really brings to the forefront of just the the fine line between uh you and Maruki and it's like what is necessary to help people grow um and what is too much control because mm-hmm. essentially what uh Maruki was doing was just what uh I always forget the name, but the fake god whatever. Um, was yeah, it was essentially what they wanted to do, but just from a, like, they just had different feelings about what they wanted to control, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it was just so damn perfect. I, I love Maruki, and it hurts. It hurts every time I think about it, and I just love that even he was able to, at the end, be like, all right, well, if, if what you built, like, f- fell to shit like it, it's just time to relook at the 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 base and start over you know mm-hmm. and he, you change you change his heart man and yeah. I, like i i think like in more truth like you really reach out and, and change who he is and i think like that level of intimacy is just only something that you can do with a character that's that's kind of along the journey with you um thinking about it now like hearing you guys talk about it, it, it it's for me you know like the thing that ties the Phantom Thieves, all these characters together, is that, uh, you know, save for, I, you know, like, Sumeria also not, like, they're all victims of adults that, that made decisions for them, right? Like, and, and it, it's funny, like, the, the, the harm that, that falls on Sumeria and, like, her life essentially being flipped upside down is Maruki's yeah, fault, right? Exactly, and, and yeah. like, and he, he never really... And, and, you know, like, I appreciate that she is, like, appreciative of it ultimately. She's like, this is how I... I don't know if I would have been able to get through these months without this. Mm-hmm. And I and I appreciate that. But also, like, I need to I need to choose my life now. I, I Like, we need to take the training wheels off. And, like, Maruki is an adult that was hurt by society, and you are children that were hurt by adults, right? Like, the, the, you, you see the, the kind of two paths here. Um, and it's, it's a wonder that, that, you know, Marky's desires became distorted. Sure. But that, you know, he didn't become evil, uh, and, and kind of like that one selfish act didn't, didn't make him more selfish. But like, I think that's really the thing, like in, in an essence, kids and teenagers kind of see the world for what it really is. And, and adults just want to control it. Right. Like that's, that's always the, the difference there, but it's it's the fact that he is able to come around and like you're able to reach out to him and 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 show him your strength like i i think it's it's very cool it's very good um let's talk a little bit about uh sumire uh my girl um i i i want to know what i have a lot of feelings about her obviously uh i want to know how you guys felt about it like kasumi kind of going through the story uh, just in general of like what the vibes you got and then obviously her story and where everything goes at the end i can't believe uh, they got us again like 
They got me with the whole twist in the original game about these pancakes and the catchy one <laughs> pancakes. And I can't believe, like, the, the moment when you realize, like, oh, we've been lied to the entire time again, where you go back to the memory of you picking up her student ID or w- yeah. whatever, just like her ID, and you just assume that's her name. And then you realize that, like, no one else like truly like she never introduced herself to anybody. It was like you saying like this is this is Kasumi, this is Kasumi, and it's just like you letting you unknowingly you you're, letting you're this, part of the problem. Yeah, <laughs> but you didn't know it. Like it, it's just like the the assumptions of uh, like a, a meat cute essentially, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it was just I. I, I really like her as a person, and uh, like I, I didn't like fall in, fall in love with her, and that's just because uh, I love Makoto, and that's just because I am my partner is literally just Makoto in real life, um, and so it's just <laughs> so true. <laughs> it is it's, it's it's true to a fault. Uh, I love essentially. it. Um, and so, but I did really. I, I, I it felt like another sister relationship um to me at least like um the, very much of how i feel about futaba like i i futaba and i always have to make this distinction whenever i say this like futaba is my favorite character now my second favorite character but like in the original game i had to like distinctively say like she's my favorite character she's not best girl dating girl for me but mm-hmm. she's the best character of like how much uh you could see, see of her the, her palace and seeing like the pains and distorted views of a person who isn't a bad person but they are just so warped in their own world that they don't know how to get out of it um which is like why i think both her and maruki's palaces are the best palaces in the game uh thematically and uh gameplay wise like i I just think they're fantastic um and so with kasumi it was just one of those things, like, yeah, she's nice, like, she, she's cool, and then when we really got into her story and um, going through the motions with her in the last semester, it was like, I I can't believe, it was, I, I was just blown away, like, I couldn't believe they pulled another one over on us, and it was, <laughs> and it was so devastating, too, and that's, and that's the thing, it's like, it's Mar- Maruki's palace, but it's kind of both, it, it's in both a sense, stories. it's both of their, their palace in a way. Um, and it's just, it was just so hard to see like what she had gone through and what she kind of had to accept in her new reality and kind of to run away from the problem. And of course, like losing, uh, a, a close one like that and feeling like it's, it's your fault. Like, I, I think that's something a lot of people can, can identify with. And that was just like that moment and realizing like what she had been carrying uh before her whole uh transformation was just uh, it was a lot and i i definitely fell in love with her as a character um at the end of it and yeah i i really love her i i it's one of those things i i, I know i've said it a bunch but it's just hard to imagine this game without her this game without all of these additions like this they, they, for the millionth time this is the definitive version of this game it's insane yeah, it's it's cool too because like Marie was incorporated really well into Golden, and and like I I take that for granted I think a lot when I think about that game, uh because you know I I don't have it, as many 
Persona 5 or Persona 4 playthroughs under my belt as I do original Persona 5 ones. Um, not even a finished one, but it, you know, they, they're, they're getting better and better at doing stuff like this with each game and each iteration of each game that they're making. So, um, yeah, I, I, I obviously agree. What about you now, Michelle? How did you feel throughout the game and then with her story at the end? Um, my first impressions of her, um, she seemed very similar to me, um, to similar to, uh, Rise and, uh, Persona 4. Um, like, just, 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 she calls you senpai a lot. I mean, not just because of that, but more like, um, more of the way of like, um, like her quote unquote perfection is just like a, a hindrance in, in a lot of way. In in like that kind of like um, gets to her, um, and like um, you, you know, like it's like I, I still really liked her as a character. It was just like it was like oh okay, like, this is something I've seen before. But then it's like when it got to, got around to like her talking about like oh my um my dead sister and like um uh having that weight on her. Uh, like before you before you were revealing about um her being to Mary and everything, so like um having that weight and and like um seeing like um just seeing like always being compared to somebody else and just like going through the challenges of like trying to find yourself inside somebody else in a in a weird way um it's like uh it's very unique. Not unique as far as, like, I've never seen this before, because I've seen it a lot of times, especially in anime. But, like, more of, like, it's unique as far as, like, seeing it, how it's integrated into, like, a video game, I guess you would say. As far as, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, especially, you know, especially the more intimate moment-to-moment moment times you have with her. And, like, see how she got to this point, why she got to this point, and, like, um, helping her get through it, like, one step at a time. And, like, um, um, seeing that growth in her is, like, just, like one of the best things about the game, obviously, is just, like, her overcoming that, um, which is, like, yeah, it's it's something that's, like, like, Nexus Futaba is, like, the one of, like, the biggest gross in, like, in a game I've seen in a while. Yeah, and, like, there, there's a lot of, of, like, her, you know, wearing, wearing two faces that, that is very similar to, to Rise as well, like, Rise's, like, onstage persona she felt was not her, was not who she was. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, when she is, you know, <laughs> when Kasumi is Kasumi, she's not Kasumi, right? Like, uh, and, and kind of having to live in that shadow, yeah. Like, I don't want to be the guy that makes it always about this, so I will try and refrain from doing it again too much in the future. But, you know, this was the first big thing that I played and, and experienced after Justin passed away. Mm-hmm. and And having that character of, like, someone dealing with such a kind of unexpected loss was like i i felt so much kinship kinship with sumiri mm-hmm. and and then like obviously when everything goes to the wall and and you know she doesn't really know what to do with herself i like i really felt that and and you know her talking about you know if if this hadn't happened i would have just been sitting there like not really knowing what to do with my life and probably crying still and it's like boy I get it. And and moreover and and that final showtime you get with her and and all that. The the idea of like I'm going to live for both of us and and I'm going to do it twice as hard and I'm going to do it twice as great. Mm-hmm. Uh it really really resonated with me. So like spending time with her it, there was a lot of commiserating I felt um on my end and and I really just really liked her perspective on things. I I liked that she was so she she reminded me a lot of myself only in that or mostly in that 
She's very good with the flow. She's super apologetic. Always wrong. Always in the wrong. Always sorry. Always sorry. And I get it. Um, but like <laughs> when when you you challenged her with, with specific things, it is she would always like she there there were topics that she had like this kind of more fire about, and I like that it, it was specific things like the Phantom Thieves. Yeah, her not joining just um, right away. This is like wow, okay. Yeah, she, she she like has these very specific convictions to her, and they don't come up often. But when they do, you're like, okay, yeah, like I I get I this get from it. you, yeah. Uh, and I, I really see where you're coming from, and it it made her feel so distinct. So when she does join and she is Violet and she's a part of the team, it is like a really different thing, and and it it makes that character feel fresh in a in a really big way, and it's like. I'm glad that she got her own kind of dungeon, even though, you know, you kind of get a catchy with that too. And, and you get time with them. And I love the, the rare dynamics you get to see with her and the other characters, the other party members they are super fun. Um, it sucks that she doesn't get to be in the end as much, but like, I think a lot of that is because of, you know, where that story has to go, go. But, uh, yeah, I, I like Sumire was super resonant with me because of the subject, because of, what she, how she dealt with it too was like i really get it you know like like why not just fucking especially like right now and and it's important to talk about like playing this game in a quarantine also i think it is relevant um but like right now man wouldn't it just be easy to be literally anyone else um and you just don't have to you just don't have to carry that pain anymore it's like i i do understand um, it speaks to her character yeah, too just, that like um she's the only one who actually confesses to you as far as like um like yes. someone else. I know this is yeah, like um it's always like kind of an accident. Oh, I'm feeling this way. Why do I feel this way? I like you. Oh, okay, I like you too. Or, so, <laughs> let me put my arms around you and, and it's all good for but you. But she's actually like, Hey, I, I love you. And and like for her to just be like and for you to turn like for me honestly, uh I, obviously yeah, to turn it was her hard to, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was hard to turn her down. Like I felt but it was one of those things and it, it felt it, it hurt even more when she was like all right, like that—that's okay. Like mm-hmm. I, I still like treasure. I was like, God, you're such a good person. Yeah. I feel I terrible. She's such for a good saying person. No. The, so if you if you say yes to her, it's one of my fucking favorite scenes in this whole game. Um, she's like, okay, uh, and then she like there's an awkward pause, a little back and forth. She's like, do you mind like looking at me when you say that? And then you like lean forward, and she's like. Okay, I think that's enough. And then you like lean forward more, like right yes. in her face. She's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> she gets so embarrassed. It's so funny, uh, and you just end up making a joke about it. And then she like leans right up against you, and it's super cool. It's super cute. Um, yeah, all the there are the the shitty thing about romancing Sumire is that you get two romance scenes, uh, and there's no there's no Christmas scene. There's no yeah. there's oh, just. Sure, sure, uh, sure. Um, uh, the February fourteenth and, and March fourteenth. So, uh, they're very good though, highly recommended. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think for me, the if you were to tell me like the thing that this game added that the original was missing, it's Sumire. Like I think she just has this kind of, she's just very kind. Like there there is a kind factor missing from the team of Phantom Thieves, and it's it's appropriate and i i like and haru is that to some extent but you know she's a little klutzy and and a little bit more like kind of like just going with the flow type deal mm. yeah and, uh, and like the the way i feel like she they went through her story they didn't let her have that you know um mm-hmm. they didn't let her like really own that character so yeah i, I think uh 
um i always forget her real name but kasumi um sumire sumire thank you uh sumire definitely filled that uh filled that gap there yeah, I, I I think just it rounds out the team. And I was texting Barrett about this, and I, I wanted to talk to you about it. And I was just like, "There's something about having like a ten man squad at the end of a JRPG, man, you know? just like so just cool. having having like a fucking whole family of folks, just like, and they all have like different little quips they have back and forth, and like it's so, so good. good. Mm-hmm. It's like Tales of Vesperia and this are the only games that get that, and they get it right. It's so fucking vindicating. so. The question, the quite like, let's get into the nitty gritty just for a second. Who is our who who was our uh, final team in the final fight? Who who did we roll with? Ooh. Um, just because I, I went, I I, I kind of go with. Um, I was trying to do a balance of like, what would just be a good balanced team, and then like, who are my boys? And <laughs> <laughs> so like, it was funny. Like I ended up the the final team was Makoto, who was my love interest, Ryuji, who's my best friend, and then Akechi, who's like kind of also a best friend but also like this rival, rival dude yeah and so like it was for me it was a very fitting final team to have um i i, I definitely assume like um samire would have would have fit uh especially with the story that had just happened but like spending 130 hours with uh most of these characters it just it felt right uh to to end with that team um especially with having akachi on board was just like one of those cool just one of those cool little things and i i loved it um just because he's he's your he's your fucking he's your gary oak and uh but just way of a worse person somehow and just to see you two like fighting uh alongside each other is just like it's really cool and i appreciate it yeah it's very very good i had uh i rolled with uh, Sumire, Morgana, and On was was my kind of go to squad. Uh, Morgana for the heels, On because her persona trait will randomly lower the SP cost of magic attacks sometimes, mm. uh, and also she is a devastatingly powerful caster. Um, there's also a lot of systems you can abuse in this game to make On essentially unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh-huh. If you take her to the jazz club as often as you can and max all of her stats, she becomes an unstoppable killing machine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's amazing. I it. Uh, it was interesting. Of like Makoto ended up being like, she was obviously the nuclear bomb on the team, but she was also a fantastic healer, which is something that yes, uh-huh. I feel like which... Uh, Especially going to the jazz club with her, like that really helped out. So, like, yeah, Makoto was like a good one-two punch of being on the front lines and like doing a bunch of damage, but also um, being the healer when we needed it. And yeah, she had some really, some really uh, great um, um, powers to have. And I, yeah, it was the best. The Sumire's, uh, if you max her persona, was, did Namshin? Did you max out Sumire? I maxed out everybody. Okay, did you get yeah. Samira's third persona yeah, as I well? Did. Okay, good. Um the pers- the ability she gets when she gets her third persona is a attack that does severe damage to an enemy twice. Mm-hmm. Severe physical damage. It's a double severe hit and it's Jesus. fucking incredible. <laughs> Cuz she has the 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 group charge or she doesn't have the group charge, but she has uh, she can charge and then do that and it is uh massive damage. Uh what was your squad? No, it, it's it's hard to like for me to like actually have a squad because like um i yeah i'm switching all the yeah, time like, just it's crazy how much reference. i switch in that game like yeah i switched even more than i did in the original because like um it, well the, the original usually was because like sp calls but like now it's just like 
I just want to switch it up every once in a while. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, exactly. um, so like, you know, it's like, Oh, I wonder how it is like having like a catchy and Ryuji and Morgana on the same team. Like, well, whatever, let's just see how it is. And like, Oh, it's fun. Um, but I think at the very, very end, cause like I was switching up with uh, Maruki, um, just like, yeah, I, I was tagging people in and out of that fight. Um, Man, those Togo abilities, man, are so clutch. Yeah, but like, I think I ended up with, um, I think it was Makoto, Ryuji, and On, because, um, yeah, Ryuji with his physical, On with her magic, and Makoto was pretty healing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good uh, spot. Shout out, like, I know this was available in the, the first game, and I didn't know it was available in the first game, like, in the base game, until, like, after I beat it, and then Goldfrog told me about it, and I was like, damn it, I should have hung out with that person. Shout out to Hifumi, man. Like I find like, the best dude. <laughs> and like it was one of those things, like shout out to like what she lets you do of switching out uh characters, mm-hmm. uh, which was so was so needed a lot of the times, so helpful. But also just like very close to maybe letting Makoto go and uh maybe maybe uh Dana Yeah, Hifumi's the other one. And it was I also terrifying where both Makoto and Hifumi meet at one point and I was like, Oh god, no. <laughs> So I don't good, think though. I can handle this <laughs> at the bookstore, man. You got to be careful. I know. Um, it's worth it. We should talk a little bit about, you know, there's a lot of rewritten dialogue in this game. Mm. Um, I personally felt that Haru benefited from a lot of the, the scenes that they changed with her mm-hmm. a lot. I like Haru a lot. Um, she gets the short end of the stick from a lot of people. Um, mm. and, and the thing is like, I really like her, uh, confidant link. I, I think she is just the, th- the thing that her needs more than anything when you meet her is like a friend who is supportive. Like she just doesn't have anyone like that in her life. And I love right. that you get to be that for her. That is something I aspire to be in all of my relationships. Right. Yeah, like, she- so just like, like at the end there where she's, you know, like trying to be in this business meeting and you're just there with her, you're just like deep breath like you got it like she just needs somebody that that can encourage her and i i think that's just such a sweet relationship yeah, it's, it's a weird thing of, of haru and it's like um I, I think this is what most people don't like connect with her for whatever reason but like um it, it's more of like it's it's a perspective thing and just like um because like you you see this girl who's like um been, had like a, a fucking awful father like 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 the worst father <laughs> i can like possibly imagine um just like uh pretty much giving away his daughter and like um this is all she known and like she's trying to like overcome it but like she just hasn't had anyone to like really support her ever for this like type of stuff mm-hmm. and that's like essentially who you are as a person um and, like it, and like you said Alex is like I just think she's just a person who needs that support and like and like it's, it's weird like with, with horror in general people are just like oh just suck it up type of thing but like you know like she just she just doesn't know how and at least that's how I feel about her yeah she, fr- she's like never been around people long enough to figure that out. I well, think my frustration with, with Haru uh, specifically her story, and I don't feel like it's that improved upon. Uh, in this is just that like Akumra's uh, palace should have been really focused on her, but at the same time we were getting this like feud between Morgana and Ryuji, which is honestly like my least favorite part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's like the uh, I forget like someone was either like tweeting about it or something it was just like and it's such a good call out of like every kind of final boss encounter right like the the main new character of the protagonist has like a moment where they like have to face things they like face who they've been dealing with or putting up with and all that stuff and like we had it with uh both on and ryuji with uh with um, kamashita uh, kamashita we had it with uh, um Makoto and uh, Kaneshiro, Kaneshiro kind of like representing um, the expectations of adulthood. 
we had it with um, Yusuke, Yusuke and yeah. And then with the frustrating thing with Haru, and I, I think this is just like, I don't think Haru starts off on the right foot, but then once you go down her confidant rank, I, I do fall in love with her as a character. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's great, and I do also love being there with her, but, like, she doesn't get that moment with her dad. Yeah. Morgana gets that moment with her dad, and it's just, I, I think it was just, like, a bad call, and, like, I think because of that, Haru gets, like, kind of the unfair short end of the stick from a lot of people. Um, so for, for people who did not, like, vibe from Haru just from like the main story standpoint like you, you gotta hang out with her a bit to like really I think appreciate her because she yeah, is a great she, character she's got a, she's got like a, a story worth seeing I think um and the other character that I think benefited the most from some of the rewrites and additional scenes is Ryuchi uh yes. and there's a specific con- uh phone call conversation love also very small thing the little bubbles that pop up when you're on the phone with somebody you yes. get to see their face now and it's cool. See a lot of different facial expressions in those. Um, it, there's a phone call conversation after Ryuji freaks out when you figure out that she has played all of you. Uh, and it's when he like punches the couch and he freaks out. And, every, and it, it's like an upsetting scene just for a lot of reasons. But he calls you and apologizes for that. And he says in that scene, or it might be this scene or a, a later one, he's like, I, I remember telling you that uh, heroes who live in the shadows are lame. Uh, and I was wrong. And he says that. And it's something that I... He says something to the like of that in the original game, but it was definitely very different. Yeah. Um, it, for point of reference, when he says... I rem- I made a note to remember it when I replayed it. In the uh, convenience store during the summer festival, the, the fireworks festival, when you get rained out, that's when you're all cooped up in a convenience store and he's bummed out. He's like, how can we have to be thieves, uh, heroes that live in the shadows? That's lame. I want to live in the limelight. So that's he's referencing that moment. Months later, he's like, I was wrong. People who live in the shadows are the real heroes. And I think it's actually pretty cool. Um, yes, so yeah, I, I think just, just like those little things that he gets, the, those additional uh, moments where you, you get on the kind of phone with him. The, the apology scene, like obviously, that Nabashin was referencing. Um, there's, just, there's a lot of really great moments where they, they try and flesh out what was there. Um. Any other like rewrites to sit out to you, Barrett, or anything like that? You, you you came around to a character that maybe you didn't like as much before. I mean, it was really it was really just a catchy, um, and we we can talk about that when we we really want to talk about. We the, can, we uh, can talk about a catchy now. That was my next yeah. bullet point. If you'd like to, uh, yeah, like I, I think I, I said I feel like mostly um, what I wanted to say about a catchy earlier. I'm just like I feel like his story is just it, it's. To me, on the level of Zuko, I don't think it like I don't I still don't love him as much as I love Zuko from Avatar: The Last Airbender. But it's finally at that like kind of quality of how to grow a character you think you're falling in love with and you think is a good person, and then seeing just truly how messed up that they are and the side that they're fighting for, and then the turn of them realizing that like there is a better side to fight for. Um, even though he never like, he's still a little messed up when you team up with him, uh, in, in January and he's just like going all out in the best his... way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like at the time it's Kasumi and she's like, is this like, is this, is this how this he normally di- is? Is this how he usually is? Like, yeah, this is pretty much, <laughs> like, uh, on a daily for him. 
yeah, everyday and catchy. I think regular old and catchy was one of the comments. Super yeah. funny, and it's just like, yeah, it's just impressive of like how much they were able to make me fall in love with him, and just like the really of like the realization from the team after everything goes back to normal, and they're like, he knew he was gonna have to die, and he still went through with it. Like, holy, it's just like one of those moments where you really appreciate the how much he will stick to his convictions of letting all he wants is letting people choose their destiny is so much like the phantom thieves in that in that respect of like what what they're fighting for right and i absolutely love that and i love that like even early on he was like i'd rather i'd rather be dead and um have have people live freely than live in in whatever this messed up reality is because this is not how life should be um it it brought it brought it back to me just realizing just like what what different people go through and even even though if you don't agree with uh how they do some things or some of their past actions like there's still a moment where you can appreciate what people are fighting for. And I, I just absolutely love Akechi now for that. He is a fantastic character and a fantastic antagonist turned protagonist back and forth kind of thing. It's, it's absolutely great. And just the, I can't believe Persona 5 Royal did this to me again with the after credit scene where I'm falling and I'm feeling my emotions a catchy is like kind of like a thinking about a catchy in the back of my head and just the tease. And I cannot believe I gasped out loud <laughs> at two thirty in the morning with just the little like, Oh my God, he's alive. And it's just one of those things. And it's not fair. Cause like, I don't know if they're ever going to follow that up from what I understand for each persona game is a different story. So it's like, why are you going to do that to me? Why, why, why to but me we, right we, now? We, we could be living in an era of Persona 5 spinoffs that we're about to embark on, so like, just keep that in yeah, mind. So. Yeah. Persona 4 got a lot of spinoffs. They got two fighting games, all right? So we, we might have a lot of uh We of still Persona have uh, what, uh, Scramble. Um, Scramble. Scramble, yeah. which we still have no confirmed kind of release for the West, so that's fun. Yeah. I don't know. Just add, if they bring it over here, add Sumire into it. Um, well, anyway, Akechi, I love him now. He's the best. Uh, and then the other rewrites, uh, just uh, we've kind of hinted at them that um, they did what they could with the the scenes with the the uh, the older gay gentlemen, mm-hmm. um, the, the drag those, queens is what they're <clears throat> the, the drag as. queens. Yes, um, I think absolutely, absolutely better than the original. Yeah, and yes. it, it was it was the best they could do with what they had. I thought. But lame. Yes, 100%. it was still lame, and I and I I don't and I think that's I don't think that's on the um uh, localization. The, the localization. I think yeah, they really. I, I honestly think they yeah. wanted to do more, and I think this is all Atlas would let them do, which is unfortunate. Mm. And you know, it, it, it's hard to say sometimes, but we got to call Atlas out on their bullshit. Even mm-hmm. even though this is my favorite game of all time, it it, it sucks and it's shitty. Right. Um. It, it's just one of those things. If you're gonna, if you're gonna make uh, kind of like uh, 
generic whatever characters like that like it's just maybe just don't put him in you know and yeah maybe just, just don't yeah or or maybe let joker date anybody he wants you know um yeah. and and let me and, let me kiss yusuke because it's all i've ever wanted i can to date do. a ghost but i can't date a boy whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah um i it, it, it's frustrating i think they did what they could uh to make it a little less cringe mm-hmm. um and it's but it's still just frustrating because like it adds absolutely nothing to the story it's still at the end of the day making those lifestyles the butt end of a joke not as severely um as the original game did but it's still just like it's it's disappointing um and it's disappointing that it's in my favorite game of all time um and so it's just i but again i want to I, I I think localization did as much as they were allowed. To yeah, do. Like I said they did the best they could do with what they had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I talked about it on Twitter too. I I think it's just lame. It's just it's just, it's not like horrible, but it's lame exactly. and it it's bad and it shouldn't yeah. be. There's a black eye I, to I, something I, that's like near perfection. Honestly. Yeah, and and I I I I would love to imagine a world in in where like. Persona as a franchise, like so much about, like, I think that really stood out to me, like, thinking more about Persona lately than I ever have. Of, like, one of the things that I love about the franchise is that it does really entrench you in in Japanese culture, right? Like, you are saying senpai and chan and, and like, san, like, all these things, the honorifics, you're, you're knowing them, you're familiarizing themselves, um, and like, like Takayoki and all these like little different treats and stuff that you're learning about. Like you are moreover than, than most Japanese role-playing games, really role-playing what it's like to be in Japan. Um, and I think that there's room like, you know, if, if drag Queens are a part of Shinjuku nightlife culture, like I think there's a way to, to get there. Uh, yeah. and, and that maybe the game that is literally about living in Japan will get us there someday. And I, I would like to see effort put in still, but you got to do better than this. Yeah. And I think, I think you just gotta, I, I, I think you just gotta like paint it as like these kids, these teens probably don't think it's rad that Japanese culture is still like this. So like paint it from their perspective of like, we should be better than this. Like, like have them saying those things because I think like. That carries a message with it, and, yeah. and it, I mean, it's literally it, it's, it's literally a, a game about like revealing yourself um, to society and like hoping people will accept you for it, and you know that's that's, that's just like completely contradicts it when you make fun of it like yeah. that. Yeah, so I, I think there there's there's potential to grow a lot of it. Hopefully, um, Nabushin, mm-hmm. Akechi. Um, Akechi is like a. <laughs> Akechi is the edge lord that like I never knew I loved. Like, <laughs> um, bo- back of the box quote right there. Like, um, it, like he's so like because I try I try to remember like how I generally felt about him in the beginning, and like um like I'm, I mean like in, in Vanilla uh, Persona Five, and like um like when, when I try to remember that, like I just remember just a guy who's just like you know this always had like a fake smile on and then like um he eventually just became the villain <laughs> i'm like okay um and then like in this game like they made like no 
no hints or they didn't even try to hide it whatsoever it's like him like being the bad guy like you literally do his social link he's like he's like fuck you i want to kill you like, basically yeah dude <laughs> no. and the, it hurts the, so much man the, like the level eight of his social link is the most tense i think i was in that entire game because i was like i don't know where the fuck this is gonna go man <laughs> like i was oh, i just want to hang out dude we're in a dungeon underground and you want to kill me and he's like i fucking hate yeah. you and i'm like and the the thing is, it's like so real mm-hmm. that it, it, I have to respect a cat. He's like, all right, dude. You know what? You leveled with me, and I can't I can't fucking vault you for that. Yeah, like, yeah. and it it's it's great. Yeah, like this. He's one hundred percent in front of you. Like at that point, like at that point, this is like one hundred percent in front of you, like all the time. Like he's about to hide anything. He was just like, yo, this is generally how I feel, and like. At the same time, though, like you just sense the level of respect at the same time, where it's like I'm just I'm not holding back. Like we're we're doing this. He wouldn't tell you that if he didn't respect you, which is the thing, and that's how he thinks. And it's like, man, okay. But just also the you being able to kind of challenge him with your intuitiveness and your your inquisitiveness of like recognizing that he wasn't using his dominant hand against mm-hmm. you playing pool and like being able to call him out, like like giving mm-hmm. the protagonist a little bit more of like, hey, like I know this is bullshit. Like yeah. be real with me and like. The the I like that your character you know fills this kind of role that these other people need to to have, and I like that just the role that you need to fill with a catchy is a dude that's like no fuck you <laughs> like like hey fu- don't be a bullshit around me like <laughs> everything that you are is bullshit so just be real with me mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it it totally flips that relationship into something way like crazy levels of intimate like like when you're in the bathhouse and he's telling you about his mom it's like like this feels like a real relationship mm, it yeah. doesn't necessarily feel like a friendship but i love i love whatever this is you know? <laughs> yeah the uh, the little things that they did to honestly make it the most personal relationship that that joker has throughout the game is so impressive um yeah i totally forgot the the bathhouse scene but yeah it's it's one of those moments where you're like, you you really start to understand Akechi on a on a whole other level. Um, he's just the best. Everybody's he's so good. Best. He's such an edge lord, dude. I fucking <laughs> he's such love. An <laughs> when he's navigating for like twenty minutes, it's the best twenty minutes of that whole game. <laughs> It's like, why don't you just kill him, Joker? Are you holding back? It's like, all right, dude. We just got here. <laughs> like, come on, let's let's chill. Um. Those are, I, th- I think, all the big things. We talked about Maruki. Maruki's very good. Um, his dungeon was my favorite as well. Uh, I told you that when you were going into a Barrett of, like, this is my, f- you're going to, my, the last dungeon is my favorite. Um, I don't know. What was your favorite dungeon before Nabushin? And what's, did you have a new one now? Um, I don't, what was my old one? <laughs> I feel like it might have been the casino. I, I don't know. I mean, the casino's rad. Like, I, I like all the dungeons. Um, Maruki was definitely something special. Um, yeah. Special, special in the, um, in the way it was presented. Like, um, I don't know. If, like, I don't know what was my favorite though. I don't know. It was my. I liked. I liked the color puzzles. I liked the uh, the music. Yeah, uh, I like the aesthetic of it. Yeah, yeah. It probably is my favorite, honestly. What's cool too is when you're in like the lab part of the dungeon and you're going through like those rooms, um, like those kind of cubes that you're kind of going up the stairs and you have to figure out which doors to go through. Right. In those rooms are the multicolored plants. 
and it has like the lights on that indicate which is growing and they're like growing around and they're just in like these other sealed rooms and you can go up and examine a color wheel and one of the characters is like I don't know what this is for but it seems to change the lighting in here I don't think we need it right now and then when you go up to the top like I didn't notice again second playthrough takeaways then you go to the the room like with all the the plants and trees that grow uh, it's cool that they kind of lay the groundwork for one at, one puzzle earlier on in the dungeon. I thought, um, and then obviously like the the old cassette rooms, this kind of like rundown lab vibe. I just thought was cool. Yeah. Um. And and hearing like you know it's the only time we ever see flashbacks in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That 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 was a really good like. Yeah. That it's definitely my favorite. It's that one for sure. Yeah. The the way they lay out his story, I think, incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like I. Yeah. I think. Like, Sorry, go ahead. And I was like, I, I keep thinking about that roomy moment um, when um, she kind of like gave him an in where he, he he could still be part of her life in a way. He's like, oh, and he said no, yeah, and just turned her down. Like that's still like that's just that just freaks me. Man, <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. Yeah, it's it's like man, it, no. And the thing is, like, it's it takes a lot of strength to do that because like he was right, man. If he went back into that, it would not be the same, mm-hmm. and he would be very unhappy. Um, but there's the notebook, yeah, man. It, the notebook. <laughs> She'll find this notebook of a different timeline that she she forgot about. Just, different reality. Just, Her cognition is changed. She can remember back in the end, they kiss, and then they die together. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I wonder if when Maruki's persona was destroyed, if it undid all the cognitive changes he did. Like, I wonder if Rumi got her memory back. We'll never know. But it's a thing to think about. Um, Did... I asked Barrett this a little bit. You you had to step out for a second, obviously. Did Royal change your perspective on any characters? Like, did you end up liking characters more um, or disliking characters more? Weirdly, we we talked we we talked about um uh what's his face? Uh, no, uh, the blue haired uh, Mishima. Mishima. Uh, oh, Mish- oh. Yeah. And how he's kind of lame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this playthrough reminded me of like how lame he was. That was exactly like, I what totally I was going forgot. to say. That was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> it was just like because like, I I remember like me saying like oh all the confidants are great like and it's still true yeah. it's still true for a, still good, true, a yeah. good amount of them but like like Mishima is just like for some reason it's just, like anytime you like see him like oh we can like easily just level him up right here I'm like I could do literally anything else but anything that. else. <laughs> I That's I think. It. <laughs> That's why I think they they make it so you don't have to spend time to level them up. You just have to do the side quest. Mm. You just get freebies, you know. It's yeah, and, and it's just it was one of those things of like, I, I felt bad for a good majority of the game, right? I wasn't hanging out with uh, Mishima, and that's just because like I wanted to do a million other things and make sure I was like uh, ranking up like my social stats and all this stuff. And then when I finally got to Futaba and like uh, upping her confidant rank, and then like the one time you hang out with uh, Futaba and Mishima. And just like the first word that comes out of his mouth, I was like, "Oh god!" Like it's fine for. for and then she calls him an Futaba. NPC, though she fucking dunks on him so <laughs> she good. Does. And it was one of those things of like, yeah, he really is an NPC. And, he and really you just high five Futaba in the background to leave, <laughs> leave yeah. Mishima there by himself. I mean, like, even the dialogue, fucking, like, the dialogue is like every chance you get, you can just shit on him. Every fucking chance you get. I know it's so fun too. I do it every time now. <laughs> Because, like, the thing is, like, of the characters, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about you doing all this shit, Mishima. <laughs> like, I don't, like, it's not, it's not that I don't trust you, it's just that I don't trust you. Um, I actually, like, really liked uh, Shinya this time around, which, like, he, I was, he was the one I was the most neutral on before. 
Um, and like I got choked up at one point. I got choked up a lot in this game, to be fair. Uh, if you couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there there's a part where like I mean, the, the Shinya like as a kid, like legitimately being like, I gotta get over my own shit. Like I, I just gotta be, I gotta give and teach because like those are the things that actually bring me happiness, and I'm just not recognizing that in myself. Like those types of things, I actually really really hit with me. Um, and I'm trying to think other character there like on i like if i could romance a different character at this point uh, outside of futaba and sumire it would honestly be on i really 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 love on i think just where her story goes how she is to you as a friend how she always like in that way that you're like very close friends are like no best friend she's like you know she's like i'm your best friend <laughs> like i love that <laughs> She's yeah, she's the best. And again, her her like new scene that you get with her is great. Um and and very emotional for me. Um any other feelings change from any other characters? We're getting toward the end here. Um I want to know and and you know, obviously Royal's great. If if you're going to play this game, play this game. Uh I love it. It's it's near it's for me it's essentially perfect, right? Um and I want to know where do they go from here, man? Pers- it, it's that time. Like when I when we played Persona Five, I wasn't ready to talk about Persona Six. When we played Persona Five Royal, I'm at least ready to enter it into the conversation. Before before we get to that, I just want to the last thing I just want to shout out is uh, Royal's final cutscene because that that was what I was most worried about was because like. Persona 5 ending that with that cutscene and you driving away with all your friends and even though you have to let go there's still hope of like these characters coming back together and being able to see them every once in a while and, uh, for knowing that these characters aren't truly saying goodbye to each other. It's, uh, it's a very bittersweet ending mm-hmm. and I was really worried how much that was going to change and I just I can't believe that they, they nailed it in such a way of the, the one disappointing thing is that, like, you still don't get to do the drive with them. Um, yeah, you don't get to ride off in the sunset. Yeah. No, and that was, it was, that hurt a little bit, but I, I like how they uh, they changed it. And getting that kind of last moment with Maruki, who, again, it all came to a head with him at the very end of the game. And riding that, that thin line of, like, what is the what is the right side of here? Right, and being able to have that final conversation with him, and then having the quick goodbye with all of your friends, knowing that you're going to see him soon, whatever, uh, and then just being able to sit down on the train and have this moment with uh, with Joker and Morgana sleeping in the bag, and it, him just kind of reflecting on everything he went through. I still, it still just totally got me. Um, you talk about gasping it, about like seeing the catchy, like seeing Maruki again for whatever reason. I, I don't know why. I just thought he was just gone, gone, and just seeing him again. Like, <laughs> just like gasping. I know. So I didn't. I didn't gasp, but it was like when he rolled down the window. I was like, "All right, let's go." Like, here's my boy. I was like, I love him so much, and I love that he's just he's starting from the bottom, and he is gonna he's gonna be the best damn taxi driver that anybody can be, <laughs> and just like talk to people and you know uh learn stories from people and tell stories i i, I love that it's such a, like a weird you wouldn't think that of the ending of his story but it's just like a weird fitting end i would say for like especially it's where humble. he wants to go yeah. um it, it, yeah and just the, the whole catchy thing they they got me and i know 
and now transitioning into maybe what we want from Persona 6, it's just like, I want more catchy now, and I can't believe I'm saying that. I know they're not going to do it. I know whatever Persona 6 is, it's going to be a completely new cast of characters. Honestly, like, as long as they, the only thing, like, accepting that it's going to be new characters, new story uh, for Persona 6, like, really just, I want them to keep the the, the ball rolling with, like, what the, the soundtrack has done. Um, oh, if man. anything, like, people know Persona um, now because of its music, and I don't, I don't need, I would love for them to keep the, the jazz, punky kind of stuff, um, but, like, wherever they go next, I just hope they, whatever the, the level that they hit here, I just, I hope they keep it going, um, because it was really that opening cutscene, wake up, get up, get out there, it was just like, oh, this has style to it, and I, I just hope that they, they continue on that, and they, they stick the landing for whatever whatever the uh, <clears throat> the the next story they have to tell is, and that it's fitting for what they want to tell. Luckily, you helped me think of other things to talk about after this, so don't worry. We'll, we got we got stuff to <laughs> roll back to. <laughs> uh, do you have anything off the top of your dome piece, Nobshin? Where you, where do we go from here with Persona Six? Um, like honestly, like it, it, it's kind of a thing. It's kind of a weird thing too, because like um. After like obviously this recent evidence, like I don't know like if how good or how well they would tackle this, but like um you know just like having a you know trans and gay characters into like the next game and like like I don't mean you don't have to like have the whole cast be this, but like just like just in general, just like having a character like that, um because like we kind of sort of had that with like Kanji and um Naoto and Persona Four, uh, but like. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a lot of people didn't take um, too kindly to like um, how they failed them um, as far as like fully being portrayed that way and like I just think that um, if they do the research obviously like uh, if they give that perspective in a good way and like you know just give me that perspective like uh, that's why that's kind of like why uh, tell me why that game is about to come out soon I'm very interested in that just to see like um, uh, just to put me in those shoes and see and like um, just give me like a like a generalization of like um of how it is to be trans or or go through these feelings of being um uh like liking the opposite sex or not knowing who you are as a person um like it, it's it's such a weird thing because like i feel like they could tackle it the best but they have to do respect and do the research and all this stuff so it's like it's it's kind of a weird ass but like um honestly like uh, for them i think it's like they need to get some new blood in there and i know yeah. like <clears throat> They've recently brought in some some new voices, so I hope those new voices can help them as a company as a whole just kind of grow and understand uh, different perspectives as much as they can and represent them in a way that makes people think in their shoes. And that that's the unfortunate thing, I think, with, uh, with Persona 5. It, it doesn't really... A game about being in thinking about someone's perspective and and their own shoes and stuff like they, they totally failed to do that in uh, that representation. So yeah, that's a, that's definitely something I I hope that the, the new blood that I I think was recent. um, I don't know if it was, they're they're hiring for, they're doing a game between persona five and persona six. There's some Mm -hmm. RPG, some RPG they've like put out one teaser image for it, I think. Okay. Um, So, so they could be hiring for that. And, and those people I imagine will stick around. Yeah. 
Um, so if it uh, works yeah, out, you know. if, it, if it works out, um, yeah. yeah, I think, I think there's just persona has become a much more worldwide franchise on this side of five versus where we are on the other side of five, um, where it was still very, very niche. I think it's still niche, but it's definitely a lot bigger, but, uh, I think the, the, the thing that I would love to see them challenge themselves to do next, even before, um, like gay characters, I, I would like to see that. Um, but I think a half as long game with a male and female protagonist option, uh, I think they really got to do that or else they got to. I think they have to do a dedicated female protagonist uh, because I, I would just love to see what that game is. Um, and, and they've only done it once and people love the female playthrough of persona three portable. Um, and it's, it's like, you know, that's a very small version of, uh, of a big game, but it's a small game in like comparison to five. And I think it was a great place to experiment with that, but it's time to take that to like a, a, a really big story where a female is at the center of it, uh, especially a story like this, you know, I, I really think it's important. And I think giving the option is, is the, the next big thing I would like them to do first. And I think it's a good place to start to go Absolutely. to the places mm-hmm. where you guys want to go. So, um, a couple other things, last minute questions, and then we'll, we'll wrap up here. Um, or, or last minute comments. I, I really like, the change they made to where the characters end up in Persona Five Royal, um, of of it's very sad, you know, like like there there's this big moment after the end of the game where they're like, hey man, Reiji's like, I gotta tell you guys something, man, I'm leaving because I gotta, I have to do this for me, man. Like I legit thought, like was that in the original game? I don't remember this, and like and it's like I just trying to remember, like I knew that like they were separating, but like was it like this? And like no, it wasn't, like. They're they're actually like drifting apart, and I'm like, oh my god, this is, I know. This is a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, it, and it's it's real, dude. Like this game gets so yeah. real, and it needed that, you know. Like it it really it, it things it has to drive these characters apart so they can grow and they can come back together, you know. Like yep. absolutely. And, and hear, hearing Haru and Makoto like, hey, we're gonna get like an apartment, you know, together. We're gonna go to college, you know. We're gonna. Go live our lives. Ryuji's going to go somewhere where he can go to a facility to, to treat his ankle, like physical therapy. It's like, uh, and I like Yusuke. He's like, I'm not going anywhere, but I am working on a new painting. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Yusuke, wear that scarf. I let both of you texted me about the scarf also. So thankful. <laughs> so it, thankful. it was one of those things like I had to point it out because I was scared that they just weren't going to talk exactly. about it at all in the scene. <laughs> I was like, I are, there, are we just going to let this happen? What is this man doing? <laughs> and, then, and then Ryuji's like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, so you know. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I, I fucking love you, Yusuke. Never change. He's so weird. Uh, yes, it's so great. Um, but yeah, just like like that, having a real conversation of like, hey, man, like we, I got to do this. You know, yeah. like Futaba's like, I got to go to school. Like I, I got, I want to, her even just saying like, I want to do this so I can become a, cognitive scientist like my mother yeah. it's like oh yeah like you probably really give a shit about this yeah. um yeah it, it, it's just the acceptance of they have to go live their lives now and that's always kind of like the it reminds me of like the tv show finales that are done right um and it remind and I, I don't mean to pull this example right after i said that but it's like um andy's quote from uh i think the office where it's like you you don't realize the uh kind of the, the golden days until until they're gone right mm. and it's just like one of those things where it's like yeah like they 
they have to move on and maybe maybe one day it'll be the same maybe one day they'll they'll come back and they'll they'll be a, a big uh friend group again but but for now they have to go their separate it was separate ways and I, it was really that on top of like everything that we just went through with Maruki and stuff and like seeing them kind of leave around the same time as you it was just like it was like the the base game like already had the cake and it was a delicious <laughs> cake and then the stuff with Maruki they're like all right here's the frosting here you go here's the frosting that really uh pulls the the whole thing together and then that moment was just like all right here is a cherry and there you go and it's just like it was it, it's a lot and it was like the main all of those things together is like why I was crying so much through like through yeah. that last hour. It was it was a lot to handle. It, you get that, and then you get all the goodbyes, which were a lot of them were rewritten too. Like yeah. you know, Ryuji's like you know, I don't know where I'm gonna go after this, but like I, I know I'm gonna keep running, and I'm gonna be thinking of you. And it's like, uh... <laughs> it's like, like, like legitimately, I'm getting a little choked up right now just thinking about it. But like Makoto's words to me, like at the end, I don't know if you guys remember they really fucked me up of like uh i uh, it's like i've always trusted you i always have i always will or it's like you're one of the best friends i've ever uh, best teammates and partners i've ever had and you always will be yeah. and it's like a uh, fuck like like it, they again it, it's it's taking the the fact that marky fucked them up right and it's like using that not just as like a plot device but as like no these characters are going to take this and use this and it's everyone has their own agency everyone like it bring it makes the team alive and it makes the phantom thieves like a living force for good in the world now and it sends them out there to do it makoto's going to be a police commissioner haru's going to make cafes that people can go to Futaba's going to be a cardinal scientist ryuji's going to get a scholarship and go to college like you know like i believe in these people uh, in a way that is so substantial and so fresh at the end of that game that I wasn't expecting, you know, uh-huh. um, it's it's really good. And the only and now I don't know if you had any other comment you want to throw in there, um, but the only other thing I want to talk about is the new music, which we haven't talked about at all. Um, to your point, the there are three songs in particular that stand out to me. Now, you mentioned this on Twitter. The the final intrusion, which is like a new version of the intrusion infiltration music. Yes, that is so hype. <laughs> it is so good because it's and, just, it, it, it's it, so good. I can't even just say it's just like the subtle remixes. It's it's a reprise, and it's just it. it, it I know this is such like a like a an extreme comparison. But it's like when they bring back Sgt. Pepper's a second time in that album, and you're like, oh, shit, like, we're, we're, we're looping it back around, and we're making it a little more exciting, and we're building up to this moment. And it was just like, I was not expecting. And again, that's why, like, I can't imagine this this story in this game without Mario Key's Palace now. Like, the original Last Palace is pales in comparison. It's much better suited as a second to Last Palace now. And it's just... It's so hype and it's so good leading up to that fight, and that fight somehow just builds more and more and more. Jesus, and the, I, I'm sure the other yeah. the, uh, the other track you want to talk about, yeah, is throw the, away your mask, throw dude. Away your Holy mask. shit, yes. God. that track is insane. It is insane. I know. Like it's so good. It is like, it, like the vocals are good, but like you need to do the instrumental with the, like the guitar is like, oh my god, dude. Like it's it's so good. 
It's like it's insane. Like, cause I you get that far in, and I'm like, the new dungeon music is obviously very good, but I'm I honestly didn't expect there to be. I didn't know if we were gonna go back to rivers in the desert. I thought maybe the final boss would have its own new theme, but like two new themes, a new infiltration, and then the the throw away your mask, and then a third song, uh, which I believe, which is also very emotional. Mm. Um, and then the the other song that I wanted to call out, not I believe, but um, Margie's theme that plays during his sessions. I love, oh, love it. Yeah. yeah, and it's it is it sounds nothing like anything else in the game, and I, I think that's why it has a it is simultaneously jazzy and like instrumentally completely different than like the guitar and strings that you hear so much of that. It's very like you know kind of funky, um, but like going through the game again because at the end I was like, man, when did he talk to Futaba? And it's like, oh shit, it's when you're in fucking Hawaii. He comes to the goddamn LeBlanc and mm. sits down and has a session with oh, Futaba. Right. And the music plays, but it doesn't at first. And I'm like, oh, God, this game is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you fucking played this game? And like, you know, going back and replaying Kamashita's Palace the day... The morning where the girls are, oh yeah, I heard we're having a visitor today, and that's when Maruki's there, and you see him, and he comes out, and it's like, oh my god, they knew, they just, it was all a plan. Yeah, it's it's super fucking good. Um, yeah, new music is good. Uh, I like it a lot. I, I didn't expect to like it. The new Mementos song is slaps. I would say. I don't remember the new Mementos one. It's just more. Think... It's a harder version of that Mementos theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It's another okay. remix. Um, uh, for the new layer, and uh, cool to go back to Mementos. Cool that there was more of it. Also, I shout out to because you have to go to it for story reason uh, for the mm-hmm. palace, right? Yeah, and you have I to think, clear these tentacles away. And like, I, I think it still keeps the, the sense of uh, randomizing each level. But I think the way they at least set it up for me, um, the second to last one before you get to like the room uh, is like just a hallway. I don't know. It's right. That it, that's it's one of the random designs, so okay, it could cool. happen, or that might not. Happen. So that was like the second. That was the last room I got to before getting to like that main room in the story, and that helped a lot with grinding. Grinding, out. yeah, just because oh, I just kept going, driving up and down and up and down, and it was to the point where I was like, "All right, how much longer can I get away with this before uh, the Reaper comes?" <laughs> <laughs> and like, dude, comes to I, ruin my fun. <laughs> and shout out to. Um, Alex again for kind of how like guiding me a little bit throughout my playthrough because uh, I did not fight the Reaper at all in my original playthrough and like he was kind of like giving me hints of like all right you should probably be around here uh, collect these things to help with the fight and like I had randomly ran into him I wasn't even trying to get him out um, and I was like mid 60s and we came in and he took us out all of us out in like one hit and I was like okay you want to cool. talk about a bad idea fighting the Reaper at level sixty five? Because when I was in Cheetah's Palace, I did not know what was going to happen afterwards. So, so you, like, yeah, you were trying to. Grind I got. I have so. to beat this, so I did, and it was very fucking difficult. <laughs> yeah, and so like I finally got uh, when I actually was trying to draw him out. I was like level seventy three, seventy four, um, and it was it was a tough one, but like I got through it. And then when and that was like near, and that was like the. Um, the the uh, Mementos Palace that I, I finally got to him, and then doing going back to Mementos uh, during the whole Maruki thing, I just like 
fucked him up twice, like two more times. And it was like, holy shit, I feel so powerful right now. This is so cool. Yeah. Um, There's an so. in-game achievement for beating him five times, which is cool. Oh, nice. Uh, and then shout, like I was able to get the platinum on just one playthrough, and there was mm. one, once I beat uh, the Reaper, I was like, "Oh, we getting this platinum?" Because that was absolutely the <laughs> hardest trophy. That I was told, absolutely. I, I saw it. That was that's the toughest one to get. Yeah, um, and it's fun. Like it's it's not a bad fight. The the so there's um, the Reaper fights new. There's a Jose fight. I don't know if either of you guys ended up doing that. Um, we have to fight our son, our sweet uh, summer child. Yeah, no our, <laughs> our sweet summer child. So in Mementos, if you go to the last room in Memento, the lab room uh-huh. from Murky's Palace, after you've collected all of the stickers, um, which I did, uh, Jose is there, and you can fight him. It's a very cool fight. He does some really cool moves, uh, and like unique to him, and, and he has his own, I think, all-out attack that he can do on you uh, if he knocks you all down. Um, he will tell you more about himself if you beat him. He'll answer five questions. Yeah. Um, which, I wanted to learn more about him, too. Which are all very interesting. Uh, I don't, like, it, it's hard to get a takeaway. He's, he is there because of someone that he knew that he doesn't want to tell you who they are, but it's a friend that he had, and it sounds like they might be dead now. Uh, and he's there to learn about people because of this friend. And I'm I'm still racking my brain... Uh, to figure out who it is, but it sounds like he comes from the Velvet Room. Um, that's my best guess. Uh, he has the yellow eyes. He has the kind of look of him. And I, he references... Um, it, it, it's up to interpretation. Could be Margaret, could be Elizabeth, but it sounded like Elizabeth, which is one of the Velvet Room attendants. Um, which very a lot, of, a lot of interesting questions with Jose. I like him a lot. I like that they don't really answer a lot of stuff with him, too. He's just kind of there. Do you um, think that... I I don't know like how much connections there are between between games. Like I know the online shop uh that's like a character from like a previous game. Um yeah, and... T- Tanaka, which again Tanaka Barrett had not seen Tanaka's shady com- commodities at all before, <laughs> so that was cool to to send that to you. Yeah, that was cool to learn. He's from this Persona time 3. He's the Devil Arcana social link in Persona 3. Gotcha. Um Very so good. like do you do you think Jose will will pop up anywhere in the future? I think so. I think he yeah. could also, if they end up doing more Persona Q like S things, like mini RPGs, he'll definitely be a part of those. Cool. Um, also, the other secret boss is Lavenza, um, uh, which Oof. you can actually fight this time. And boy, <laughs> it is not fun. It is uh, Lavenza is the only time you. There are phases that are a certain amount of turns. Um, so they each are, I think a quarter of her health or each of the four phases and you have only a certain amount of turns bef- to get through that phase before she auto kills your team. Uh, phase two has one turn, um, where you have to deal 2,500 damage in one turn. Uh, and I've never gotten past it. So, uh, yeah, See, that's <laughs> like, that, like, that sounds like the fra- same frustrations I had with, uh, of Akumara where mm-hmm. like you had four or four or five phases, right? And you had to take down all enemies all within the same turn before they flee. If they flee, then they reset themselves. And on top of that, you also have a timer counting down that you yeah. have to beat within that time limit. And it's like the third and fourth phase, like the skinny blue guys and the big green boys that are just like the most frustrating to fight. Um, yeah, that sounds very similar to why I was frustrated by uh, Akumara. 
I appreciate it because as someone who's been getting way deep into very technical end game JRPG bosses recently, mm-hmm. like see Kingdom Hearts Remind DLC and all that, uh-huh. uh, I appreciate it from that perspective. So, like, essentially in the first phase, she will do just general attacks and, and you have to do general damage. In the second phase, she becomes susceptible to technicals and you have to use technicals against her. Third phase, it's another thing that she becomes kind of susceptible to. And then the last phase, I think, is like you have to find out what her weakness is and always exploit it or else she'll kill you. Um, so, but what's cool is she knocks down all of your enemies and then splits into the twins and they do an all out attack on you. Whoa. And it's epic as fuck, even though it auto kills you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, her splitting up and then coming back together with the chainsaw and everything is very fucking good. Um, so yeah, there's the twins fight is back on new game plus, And then in January only, um, a new game plus only you can fight Lavenza and it's a, a special new fight. Oh, uh, and then get all, get all the stickers. Real quick, to fight um, I don't love the twins all that much. I, I, I wanted to, I just never had time for it. Did yeah, all of them same. on new game plus. Okay. Um, there is a, the reward is you get to take Lavenza to your room and hang out with her at LeBlanc. Oh, okay. Um, not, not a weird way. Like she's like, okay. I want to see where you're from. Uh, and then she like sits on your couch and she, she like looks around and comments very sweetly on everything. Uh, and then th- she gives you a very powerful accessory. I forget what it is, but it's something very dope. Um, I heard that you don't have to do all of the twin scenes in order to get that to happen, but I d- could not get it to happen any other way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I ended up seeing all of them. They're really fun. They remind me, there are scenes that you can take Elizabeth out and hang out with her in um, the the kind of town and city in Persona 3. They're very, very similar to that um, of like, I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> like, what is society? Uh, and who are these people? It's It's very much like that joke again, but it's been a while since they've done it and they got to do some really fun stuff. Like going to the maid cafe with them is so fucking funny. Oh, no, I didn't even get there. I, I got to... Because <laughs> I like, to... I th- I think you should be nicer to them. And then she starts screaming at her and the maid's like, yeah, yell at me. And she's like, I don't like this. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. God, the maid cafe made me so uncomfortable, but I kept having to go to get that damn trophy. Get that secret menu, man. And God damn, it was so God. Because Alyssa was definitely hanging out with me a lot when I was going through all of that like trophy grinding. And I was like, trust me, I don't want to be here either. <laughs> But, uh, um, oh God, I can't even imagine going there with them. That's funny. It's really funny. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other. I think they go they go to LeBlanc and have coffee at one point. I think that's the last scene with the twins, and then Levenza goes to your room, um, and they meet Sojiro, and he's like, "Are you chaperoning these guys?" <laughs> he's like, they're like, "Who is this tall man?" It's very funny. Um, so yeah, th- those are worth seeing at the very least. Uh, yeah, the I if if people don't know about it. You know, just another because I feel like I've seen like, almost everything in this game. Um, there's a great card game <laughs> in it that some people are secretly into, um, but also um, the technicals. You can go go play pool with all your friends as much as you can to yep. upgrade your technicals, make them always knock down, which is so clutch. So good. Um, and and also there is if you read all of the longest books from the bookstore, um, you will get a new book that actually unlocks new technicals. Um, different combinations of magic that will cause technicals. Um, Hell yeah. Like one for each uh, element. So it's really cool. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of hidden shit in the game that is just super fun to, to uncover and, and see. So 
Uh, any final thoughts, feelings? This is great, man. I feel so good right now. Yeah, I, fi- I, wanna, I finally I feel like I've five. let go of so much, and uh, it was great to, to chat with you boys about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really have a final, final thoughts. This game is absolutely fucking fantastic. If for some reason, you have hung out here and you've somehow not played it. Play it. Um, if you have played it, you'll understand it. why we love it. Yeah. Uh, or if you're like Alex, play it again. Um, <laughs> I will. I will get to that point, but not anytime. Uh, probably this year. But I, I will definitely want to go back to it um, and savor those moments again. But uh, the the one I have a question of just for someone who never really tried out New Game Plus. What what does New Game Plus do? Um, Alex, for maybe those who don't know. So if you uh, if you talk to everybody on the last day, they give you these gifts. Um, these gifts essentially activate when you've begun begin those character social links in uh, New Game Plus. Um, so, for example, Morgana's gifts uh, allows you to. I think it's it gives you like the thief ability when you melee attack. So as soon as you get point one with Morgana, you unlock that a bit like those later game abilities. Um, so, for example, with um the twins uh or um ey like those are good examples because when you start their social link you unlock all of their stuff just immediately so like for example the twins give you the discount unlocking or summoning stronger personas this that like all that you get as soon as you do their first one um use case like create or copy cards in the moment uh, ability you get as soon as you unlock his so you'll be able to like make the copy cards right there you wouldn't have to wait a day like you do normally um tons and tons of really really useful abilities way more is open in persona 5 royals new game plus version so like shinya uh ey the twins um uh the moon uh what's this god Ashima. i can't even think of this mishima this is a dumb kids god damn it god, i can't think of this. uh <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all of the all of their abilities unlock, like all of their confidant abilities unlock immediately. Um, uh, the the speaker Yoshida, uh, his all of his abilities unlock immediately, which is super good. Like on New Game Plus, that allows you to negotiate with higher level personas and recruit them immediately. Which awesome. going back through the game, you'll be able to get like a lot of personas you might have missed that are end game um early on so yeah it's super great and on top of that um your stickers from mementos carry over uh which Ooh. i did did not know that uh i wasn't sure I th- it would seem it would make sense if they did um so like as soon as you unlock jose i think it's in this it might be the first palace but or like it's in the second palace uh time when you go to mementos you meet jose you can go and unlock all the the 10 times experience 10 times money uh, 10 times uh, items like immediately, which is awesome. awesome. It's yeah. so great. You you get so overpowered in New Game Plus immediately. Uh, and there's a bunch of other stuff, I think, that, that comes out. Like your social stats obviously come over. Um, a lot of items come over. Uh, all your equipment comes over. So you can equip just the most powerful weapons um, right away. Nice. Um, yeah, a ton of stuff. New Game Plus is, they've made New Game Plus as an experience way more fun um in in royal which is great it, it was i was not really expecting them to go that far into it i was i figured it would just be the same but them going and changing the things that you get um really cool uh it is a bummer you don't get a gift from uh sumire 
and it feels like you should get a gift from Akechi because you technically do have an item of his, uh, his but glove. you don't. His glove, yeah, you don't. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys on the last day, there's two extra things you can do. Um, you can go to the jazz club uh, on the last day and talk to the leader, the owner of the jazz club. And he's like, hey, have you seen Akechi lately? And you're like, no, I haven't seen him. He's like, hey, like, let him know. I'm looking for him the next time you see him. And you can say uh, yes or no. Uh, and if you say yes, uh, there's a moment where you say you reach in your pocket and pull out a catchy's glove and look at it. And then you put it away. And it's like, oh, man, they just had to get one more in on me. <laughs> you were right at the end, didn't they? Uh, oh, and man, then, that hurts. Just hearing that hurts. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, and then in Kichi Joji on the last day, March 20th, um, the college roommates of Maruki is there. Um, and you can talk to him. Uh, the guy that appears in his ninth um, point on his uh, confidant. Um, and he tells you that he's still alive, which was great to know going into that finale. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's like, I, there, you can ask him, have you seen Maruki lately? And he's like, yeah, I saw him last week. And you, you say, does he seem good? Uh, and he's like, he seemed good. He seemed different but good and and like that's really all you get about him and it's like okay it's good to know that he's like alive you know and he's living his life he's not like crippled somewhere um because i was a little worried about that yeah, the um, way they leave off the last palace that last year you're like uh is he okay yeah because he we don't see where he ends up um, when yeah. he comes back to the real world so um but yeah like that stuff is really good all right we should we should, should we wrap up unless now machine you got any last thoughts you want to uh, there. just like um I just liked how the game wrapped up, in a, in a, in a, like after they literally after the palace ends, it's just like um, like that's when I text you. It's like oh they got me again. Like it's like when um, when the palace end um is gone and then like um and you're gone. Yeah, you're just gone. Yeah, you're, and I was like oh they got me. I same thing. I'm like yeah. oh, you fuckers did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what was going on. And then it was like. Oh wait! Like, and then like, you just like, had this realization. Like, you're you're in jail. Like, you're everything was everything that that you thought happened didn't happen, and like all this stuff. Like, like like I said, like like even from the moment where it was just like um like on uh, December twenty fourth, um, and it's just like when Sai was saying like, do you want to do this or not? And then like she literally says, oh yeah, just forget everything I just said. Just like, forget everything I'm I like, just said. What? <laughs> I just screamed. <laughs> I, I just didn't believe like yep. what was going on, and just like. That that whole sequence is just like it, it's been it's been crazy like 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 I thought Igor changing his voice was like the biggest thing for me but like this is like another yeah, dude. <laughs> <the> next level <laughs> they got you the, the thing is like I love it we didn't really talk about it but like when you you have a dream on December thirty first um where you're walking through the school following the butterfly and it's like what is what is wh-? I again terrified me anxious as all hell at that yeah. moment like. Where the fuck is this going? <laughs> like, and what I think that's do? where I, I think that's where I kind of was putting together where it went. Where I was like, the first voice you hear, I was like, oh, that's interesting because I forget, I forget who speaks first. And like the second interaction, I think might be B- Makoto. And I was like, oh my god, these are their conversations with Maruki. <laughs> oh no! The 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 thing I realized was in Maruki's dungeon when you get there. Going, uh, like, right when you meet up, like, when everyone's like, all right, you're with Akechi and uh, Kasumi, like, you're going down this hallway, and you're about to go into that stadium room, I'm like, I just had a moment where I'm like, Kasumi's not really Kasumi, it's Sumire. Or it's her, it's her younger sister, I was like, oh my fucking... And, and, like, I had that realization, like, 
30 seconds before they revealed it and I, I just, like the dread that started creeping up on me when it started happening i was like oh god like i then marky shows up for some reason couldn't figure that shit out and i was blindsided i was like <laughs> completely like you're of course it's you but fuck i know uh, yeah uh persona 5 royal is maybe the best video game ever made um and man that's what is it what a feat congratulations 100 like i i Um, I can complain about them not being completely 2020 (laughs) conscious and like i can complain about like like the intro the intro music (laughs) like my god dude like like all cylinders dude I, i i can't put in the words how like it makes me feel how much i love it um, like I'm not gonna replay it anytime soon. Like it's kind of it's kind of like one of those things where I just I I, I do need to take a break from it. Kind of like a Kingdom Hearts yeah. thing for me is like I need to take a break from it. I can still play video games, but like it's like one of those, I just I I just I need a break from it. But like going back to it, it's just gonna feel so good whenever I I decide yeah. to do that. Same, yeah. same. It, it it like they they did just enough to turn this cast of characters into I think easily one of the best casts of characters in any video game. Mm. Uh, and and like I, I mentioned earlier, but like Tales of Vesperia juggles this massive nine person cast so well, and it's like I don't know how any other game could do this. And like you get ten people in here, and and like everybody gets their moment in the sun, even Haru, I think. And, and I I think it's just it it is so it, it is so satisfying to like have that family, you know, to have the Phantom Th- the Phantom Thieves are are this other family, you know, it, in the same way that the the detective group was in Persona Four. So like Royal is, Royal is literally one of those things where it's like you're, you're completely satisfied with something, and then it's like they just like just give you everything you didn't even know you even wanted type of thing, and like yeah. like like even like the simplest things like 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 the um like the changes to the boss fights and where it's like oh there's Shiho there and, oh there's Haru there like the cognitive versions of them and it's like like how God. how fucked up it is how they actually see the these people and it's like the the Shido boss fight dude I we didn't talk about when he's like fucking pushes everyone away he's like you and me I oh, won't fuck right. up again and and I was, I was like the chills went down my spine and the music gets louder and I was like oh my god yeah, <laughs> this is totally so hype Shido is so, so much cool. more of an asshole in this movie in this game like it's crazy yeah. how much more it was like I hated him so much and then I hate him so much more and that makes me like the the, yeah. the, the uh, the protagonist so much more too because like i was always saying like um persona 5 um the original like like the like the protagonist is like the person i always want to be or like, the piece of, the person i always strive for where like i don't go back on my morals and like um if i see somebody or see something that's like it like that needs help like just do something about it like even if even if it's kind of like a self-sacrifice like just to do it like that's the type of person i i strive to be and like this like 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 the protagonist, the avatar of Persona Five Royal is just like like one of my favorite characters ever. Like it's like it's so crazy, dude. Absolutely. I love Joker. The best. Yeah. He's very good. And I yeah, it's just how you can kind of be what every character needs you to be in a way that, that contextually makes sense and, and leads to these great stories is just super good. Oh. Uh, there's oh. just there's a lot of heart here, you know. Real, real quick, um, what did you agree to Marky shit? Like, what does that look like? I, I should probably look that up. There is an there's an ending. I oh, haven't watched I'm it. I'm pretty sure um, the, there there was like an, a bad ending as far as in the, the original as well. 
look yeah i want to i want to experience that on my own i haven't gotten i haven't uh most of the birds to to see it yet mm-hmm. um but yeah like uh to michael hyam who's uh another big persona 5 uh fan uh from GameSpot, and he was he was kind of without trying to spoil it too much he was like hey there's a different decision you can make that's just as heartbreaking but in a different way that you should check out I was like, yeah. fuck, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready for that, <laughs> oh, but dude. when I'm ready, I will do it, but I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> the, the thing is, like, I think about that ending, and I, again, haven't seen it, but I've heard a little bit about it, is that all the characters grow apart, is the, the kind of trade-off, is mm-hmm. like, you're none of you are friends anymore, but everyone's happy, happy, um... Yeah, it's 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 rough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's rough. Yeah, you get to live with Sojuro. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get to live with Sojuro, and and you're happy, and Akechi's still alive. But it's really sad. That's like that's like shooting Morton in the back, and then nah, I don't need to see that. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, it's <laughs> fucked up, man. Like, I was already a, a mess with how it went. <laughs> I don't need to know how it didn't. Um, cool. That's uh that's Persona Five Royal. Uh, thanks everybody who who hung out and and talked to us. Um, uh, thank you, Justin, uh, for for loving this these games as much as we do. Oh, he totally uh, would have been a uh, Samari person, one thousand percent. Samari, yeah, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, he loved on super super much, but I, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say. Um, but I hope you enjoyed hanging out with us, Barrett. I hope you enjoyed coming on this almost three hour journey with us. <laughs> it was a damn delight. I miss you boys so much, and it yeah. was. Just- we should have we should have hung out a little bit ago, Alex, and we should be we should have been seeing you guys in like a, 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 a in a month, and it sucks that we won't. But it was it, this was a, a a decent enough trade off to nerd out with you guys for almost three hours about a, a video game that we absolutely adore. Just um, so, so good. <laughs> it, it is so good, but uh, yeah, I love you both, and it's always a a super fun time to hang out with you guys and talk about. Uh, anything that we are super passionate about. So thank you for having me on, of course. Mm-hmm. No, dude, absolute pleasure. Uh, I'm glad that we could have a thing to facilitate kind of like really intimate conversations like this. Um, and yeah, like, you know, the thing I love about Persona and like being able to do the Persona 5 spoiler cast, the Persona 4 Golden spoiler cast that a lot of people have found and, and, and really appreciated is just that I think it speaks to everyone differently, and yep. mm. and there is the, people are going to have different characters and different takeaways because they really go out of their way to try and reflect a lot of different people with these games. Not everybody, uh, and there's still room to improve, obviously, but yeah. but they they do a damn good job for what they do, um, and there's a lot of just really heartwarming stories to see and characters to befriend. Uh, and it, moreover than almost any other video game, these are like friends that you can make and and, and feel. 3d and real because you spend that time with them and you get to know them and you, you put in that legwork so it's cool it, it's it's obviously novish and talking about with you about it is the best but i'm I'm glad that we've gotten you on board barrett yeah 1000 percent. honestly um if uh if people want to see the stuff that you do barrett uh where can they find that uh you can follow me on twitter.com slash sad boy barrett to keep up with whatever i'm doing uh you might know me from kind of funny uh, work on the social medias there uh, as we as we work from home. I'm usually a production boy, but uh, uh, with our work from home situation, I'm, you see me less on the the back end of of the the screen, which I know a lot of people have missed. But I'm still around. You can uh, catch me streaming uh, every Wednesday and Friday evening over on uh, Twitch.tv/slash Sad Boy Bear, and every Sunday 
afternoon um and uh just playing essentially just me replaying through a bunch of shit uh what did i recently go through i, I played through all the batman games, batman as, games. I, as i do every year uh so that was fun to actually like stream through the entire series um i also replayed jedi fallen order uh as of today by tomorrow night i'll have beaten god of war 2018 mm. on stream um my third time playing through that and i'm about to go through uh an entire uncharted series playthrough on uh on stream which is going to be very fun because i don't think i've played the entire series um in a in a very long time i think i've only played i i've only beaten uncharted 2 once so just play um, through uncharted 1 on easy just save yourself some some honestly i'm thinking of playing the first two on easy because i'm just thinking about that last boss fight on uncharted 2 and that's why i refuse to beat uncharted 2 ever again but uh, (laughs) i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it um but yeah that's that's where you can uh see me hang out as uh, uh twitch.tv slash sad boy bear and uh i pop up on a on a few shows here and there for kind of funny whenever they need my star wars takes my persona takes or my uh spongebob takes whatever <laughs> <laughs> the most important takes what's with you and yeah, exactly. all games in twos man it's true yeah. uh i am maybe we should get buried on a ipp sometime that'd be fun i would love it i i Again, I love podcasts. Talk about all these weird games you're playing. Talk about all these (laughs) series that all three of us are replaying and that we're all weird. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, you're streaming twitch.tv forward slash N-A-B-E-S-H-I-N-186. You're playing playing Sonic games. Which one are you you on now? It's Heroes, right? Sonic Heroes. Those are how good is that intro, dude? Oh, uh, like like the intro is like the the most sell, the thing that sells the game. I would say <laughs> everything else is just Sonic like heroes. It's like um, <laughs> like it, it's a competent game. It's a it's a it's a decent game, but like it's the stuff that's like fuck, man. It's like you just, you're, just, <laughs> Yo. you're going through it. Like you, you're going yeah, through it. I guess I'm. I'm uh, this is the suffering part of this. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, you can listen to both of us uh, every Tuesday morning on podcast services, Saturdays on YouTube Live, Rational Passions Podcast, Video Game Podcast. We talk about what we're playing and sometimes news, maybe Xbox, uh, Inside Xbox this weekend. We'll talk about it a little bit. Um, and uh, we're on Twitter, Alfighter27, that's me, Nabishin186, that's Nabishin. Uh, subscribe to IP Presents because we're putting in the work over here. Um, and... Uh, I think and, and, and again, for for people who might be jumping in uh, because they know me, the, these boys are absolutely fantastic. Um, there, there was a, a a time in my life like I was a fan of Irrational Passions because like I was so new to the podcasting world, and Irrational Passions was just like this. Holy shit! I can't believe this is like what a group of friends can be working on something together. So if you, it, seriously, give them a listen. They're fantastic boys. They're some of the best people I've ever met. Um, I I love them dearly. So oh. check out their shit. Your checks in the mail, Barrett. Thank you kindly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you everybody for listening. We love you all very much. And um, ooh, I'm trying to think of like a good like persona pun to end this one on. Mm. Um, I think it's I think you're all catastic. Mm. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Either way, uh, be kind, be safe, and we love you. Goodbye.
Thank you.